reporter places the blame for all of this squarely on you, the viewers. Uh, would you say we'd be venturing into a zone of danger? It doesn't matter what you think! You're listening to the Our Take Podcast with Brian Sherman. He had a full head, you know, all the way till the end. It was white, and I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get, like, the full head and... Uh, it was really hard to cut it off. And Spencer Rogers. To be a good pilot, you have to be able to make good decisions. And I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good decisions. This is the RJ Podcast. From Scary Parrot Media Studios in Ogden, Utah, it's the Arctic Podcast, episode 88. I'm yep. Brian. I'm Spencer. It is May 31st. Is it? 2020. And with us today uh, is Jake. What's up, dude? What's up, guys? How's it going? Uh, Jake has been a good, good friend. <laughs> I don't for I don't know for how long. Like I could tell you if you really want to know. How long's it been? Well, I've been married to my wife for almost fifteen years. So it's been longer well, than that. Excuse me. I've dated my wife for almost fifteen years. Married for ten. Yeah. And so you've known me for almost as long as we've been dating. Yeah. So uh, besides <laughs> that, Jake is a teacher. Correct. Uh, he's the host with his wife of the Teacher Vet Podcast, which is awesome. That's true. Well, um, it is awesome. It, and I am the host. And you are the host. <laughs> yeah. You guys, you, you do like, well, just give us a brief rundown of what you do. It's hard to explain. Yeah. Um, we do a, a podcast about the history of veterinary medicine. So I'm a history teacher and my wife is a veterinarian. And uh, we kind of take a topic and we break it down. I talk about the history of it. And uh, she talks about kind of the, the modern application of, of whatever it is in the clinic and um, stories and things that she has. And uh, I try to be funny as best I can and make it as humorous as I can. But that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's it's a fun one. I like listening to it. Thanks. I always learn something. Thanks. So uh, what happened on this day in history? Any guesses? Spencer, you might know this one. Um, I don't know. On May 31st in 2013... Come on, you got to know the widest. Oh yeah, it killed uh, tornado and a bunch of storm chasers. It was actually terrible. Yeah, widest tornado ever recorded hits El Reno, Oklahoma. Yeah, we went to El Reno last year on our tour. Saw there's a memorial to the storm chasers. Yeah, uh, were those the ones doing, that were making the show? Uh, the they were on the show, but not that the show was over. Like it had been canceled. Oh, by, okay. by that point. Gotcha. Um, don't know what that was, but that's okay. <laughs> it wasn't me. That's all I know. Uh, find us at the Arctic Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It's Facebook. We are streaming live on Facebook and YouTube right now. You can find all of the links at thearcticpodcast.com. Hey, also, everybody, I, uh, you might start seeing these little guys around town. I printed off a bunch of these. Yeah, slick scans you right to the right to the web page. But you didn't put like our name on it. No, I don't want to. I want you people just want to people to scan it out of curiosity. Yes, that's scan true. every QR I wanna, code you I come across. Scan it right now. <laughs> you, why didn't you leave any of those on the Capitol building with all the Griffin? I didn't have them with me. They would have been they sprayed just, off. Did you see those videos? No, they already cleaning. They're it? cleaning them off right yeah. now. Yeah, man, we're gonna get into that. Yeah. Um, I think we should oh. just pass that by. That's really not that important, <laughs> right? <I> mean, <laughs> if you didn't join uh, Spencer and I yesterday, we were we went to the state capitol in Salt Lake because there was a, a protest uh, for George Floyd, and we it, it got pretty heated downtown. We weren't we weren't in that part. Spencer didn't want to go. You you 
he didn't want to go either. He made one mention as we were leaving, like, we should go. And I was like, no. No. I'm speaking for the both of us. So who said they don't want to go? I don't. In that conversation. You initially, you said it long before that you didn't want to go down there. And I didn't want to go get my car tipped over and lit on fire just because it was black. I wanted to go. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) They've seen anything that kind of has the same color of a police car, and they're flipping it over and lighting on fire. Yeah. It's clear that you both didn't want to go. But, Brian, it was like canceled plans. In the back of your head, you're like, oh, thank heavens. I didn't want to do that anyway. (laughs) Yeah, right. that's exactly what it was. Plus, my bow and arrow, you know, I definitely would have lent, that You out. lent it to that guy. Yeah, I know. Don't <laughs> lend your bow and arrows to people. I feel like you have an effect on your voice right now. You should check the mixer. I don't well, think no. so. It sounds like a little sounds, reverb. Yeah, He's got it built in. Yeah, I'm congested. Yeah. It's built in. <laughs> he just has it in the back of his throat. He just knows how to make it happen. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's like a Mongolian singer. Yeah, 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 whatever those, yeah. You ever listen? Did I tell you guys about the Who? Not the Who, the... Not the Who, WHO. The Who, like, or the band, band the WHO. Oh, there's another Who? There's another Who? H-U. They're oh, a Mongolian okay. rock band. Oh, I've heard these guys. They're freaking yeah. cool. Yeah. Is that a mandatory like sound that. every time we say Who? Yeah. I have heard them. They're intense. Like, it's cool. Yeah, it's yeah. super cool. Uh, and, and, well, I mean, speaking of the Who, I guess Trump's not funding, not going to send any money to the Who <laughs> anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, before we get into all the downer news, I <laughs> wanted to talk about a couple a couple of uh, things that uh, I did this week. Okay. Uh, one was sit on my couch on Wednesday <laughs> and Tuesday and Thursday and Monday. But specifically... I feel like, I feel like your days are a little yeah. weird there. <laughs> but specifically on Wednesday was the launch of the Falcon rocket yes. that was scrubbed <laughs> 10 minutes before <laughs> because of... Did you know the... The the launch pad was under a tornado warning at one point. No way. Yeah. I like how they built this one on the ground and, and tilted it up rather than like old school NASA, which was just, oh, let's yeah. just make a big ass building to there. build it in. Yeah. And then yeah. they, yeah. they transport it on that giant thingamabob. Yeah, it goes like half a mile an hour. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. It took like four days. You know, this is, this is what happens when you let private industry actually make decisions. Right. Right? How about we build it on right. the ground and just tilt it up? Yeah. But you know... You know I've been watching Star Trek way too much lately, right? But I'm seriously annoyed with how much effort it takes to go to space. <laughs> like like three different stages. There's there's yeah. two two giant groups of controllers. There's there's all these stages, you know, there's a scrub launch because uh someone saw a lightning bolt. There's and then did you watch the docking this morning? Dude, it took forever. It took forever. Yeah. There, yeah. I, how many hatches were there? There's like four hatches. I see him go up and he like unwinds it and it's like, oh, this is going to be it. This is going to be it. And it's another door. And then he spends another 20 minutes on an iPad setting up cameras. I don't know. And I'm pretty sure Doug or one of them hit his head coming through the hatch. Yeah. He was bleeding out of his head. Oh, really? Yeah. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> I felt bad that. for him. I'm like, that's embarrassing. So yeah. yesterday, was it yes? No. Fri- Wait. I don't know what days are. Today's it Sunday. Today's Sunday. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, they did make it successfully. They launched SpaceX. The first... Privately funded, I guess it would yep. be, uh, in conjunction with NASA yeah. to the uh, and, international and space the station. first manned rocket in nine years to yeah. leave from, from the US. U.S. soil. Yeah. Correct. You know this thing; it doesn't look as cool as the space shuttle, but I mean, I guess it is what it is. Nothing's going to be as cool as the space shuttle. I guess they I did, and, and they landed the freaking the Falcon yeah. back on the drone ship. Except 
We're, they lost the feet again? Yeah. You're always, you're that, always suspicious. That was questionable, right? <laughs> because it's, like, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. The feet cuts out. And it comes back on and it's just there, you know, smoking. Oh, it could, oh, this it could certainly be fake. Oh. This feels like the first stages of a flat earther building up right here. What are you talking <laughs> Not, about? I've had this discussion come on. before. It was so, it, yeah. it felt so. But, I mean, uh, there's I a lot of fire and vibration going yeah, on. Yeah, I guess. Still. Maybe I'm, maybe we'll see a recorded version later. Because that was just the yeah. satellite. Upload. I was really looking forward to seeing it land. That's cool. I'm I mean, just pumped that we have like the real life Tony Stark, essentially, which is what Elon Musk is. Yeah, <laughs> who's like developing these things for yeah. us. I know it's for crazy. for fun. Yeah, exactly. just does it for fun. Yeah. Um, and another thing that's really loud that I did this week on Friday, um, Hill Air Force Base here put on a yes uh, an air show. I guess you call it. Yeah. Uh, it was the F-35 demo uh, team, but just one plane demo team. It a, it's a team, but <laughs> one plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they... Uh, <laughs> they can't have two people in the plane. They, well, yeah, the multiple, they have multiple planes, the same type of plane. Right. right. Yeah. Okay, right. right. Just uh, making sure we're clear. I, apparently, <laughs> they borrow a plane. Like, they don't have a dedicated plane for the demo team. They just have to beg the reserve team for a plane. And I guess they have two that they sometimes let them use. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> how does that conversation go? Like, I don't know. I don't want to borrow some, like my father-in-law's truck because I, I feel bad using it. Like, borrow the hey, plane. I, pr- <laughs> I mean, I'll clean it off Are you when I'm be done. Careful? Honestly, I pro- not really. No, I'm going to flip it, and it's going to be crazy. I intend on doing two backflips. Actually, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, no. <laughs> so uh, it was super cool. I went to go see it. They they presented it like it was uh, a real air show, kind of because you know we're in the Rona here, and yep. there wasn't. This uh, Beowulf, her name is, um, well, that's her call sign is Beo. Her last name is Wolf, and I didn't write down her first name. Anyway, she's the first female lead of the... Uh, oh, where, that's cool. Where is her first name? Where? Oh, that was a bad joke. <laughs> I thought it was fair. Oh, dad joke. I meant to say dad, dad joke. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, um, well, I, I actually live uh, just south of, of base, oh, and, yeah. uh, and they go over our house all the time. And I was, it was freaking loud. It was. And it was it awesome. Was way louder than usual. Super cool. Because they also land directly over my house, what yeah. we discussed last week. Anyway, there's some video you can show on there sure. that I took uh, of the uh, uh, the show. It was crazy. I couldn't believe the kind of things they do with these airplanes. It's unreal. She just she took up, she took off, and then went straight up. And the cool part is they actually are, were using the afterburner, which they yeah. don't always use yeah. uh, because it's super loud. And they try to keep quiet around here, but uh, it's just awesome to see this giant, you know, flame yep. shooting straight up in the air. And then she just rolls the the wrong way. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you're like, you, no, don't 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 do that, don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was crazy. It was crazy. Super cool. Oh, there's the videos right there. Yeah. Is is the feed actually this choppy or is it just my computer? I don't know. Mm, hopefully it's... Anyway. Um, so that's what I did that brought me happiness this week. Watching that air show was like, uh, you know when you go to a concert and it's like your favorite band and they 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 play songs that your songs that you know oh yeah and you get this happy feeling yeah yeah that was that was me at the air show i was really you know it's like the second time i felt happy in like 4 years so it's pretty second good time. <laughs> the second time <laughs> yeah i got another one of them playing right here oh yep she's coming in low look at that oh there it is straight up very cool yeah and it's the flip they she does in the air it's crazy man Let's see if it goes. 
Mm. Oh, yep. And she bailed. (laughs) 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 She's out. (laughs) Oh, did you hear about the Canadian one that that crashed? Canadian what? Uh, They did like a flyover, like a tribute like they did here. They they have a a demo team there, and they were doing what, you know, the Blue Angels and... uh, They call them like the Snowbirds or something like that. I thought it was going to be like the Mounties. They're actually (laughs) really ugly, terrible planes, and I would be embarrassed if I were Canada. But anyway... (laughs) um, yeah, they're like two seater side by side airplanes. Oh, I didn't know side that. by side. Yeah, <laughs> they're weird. They're weird. I didn't know that airplanes. was a thing. It, it, it's not really. <laughs> it's not not very. It seems like you'd be like you want them streamlined. It, it you is know, so on, side on, by side. You're in there on like, most modern trainers, but some of the older trainers like the guy with like the that. stick like goes left and hits the other guy's thigh. Yeah. Like, hey man, that's how it was when I was like in when you're in a clutch. <laughs> you're like, dude, move your legs. Seriously, it was like that. <laughs> we were so I was so fat. And anyway. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, one of them they crashed right after takeoff and it killed one of the pilots. Was, yeah, so, the other one made it out. It was like a maverick. Well, they goose both situation. they both ejected, and one got the guy that lived landed on a house, and I guess I don't know where the other the girl landed, but she didn't make it. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah. So now that we're into downing downer topics, <laughs> yeah, we might as well switch yeah. over to <laughs> everything that's going on. Yeah, because there were there were a couple reasons uh, that. I wanted Jake on the show, mm-hmm. and in fact, he reached out to me. I did, um, and then George Floyd happened, and it was it, an- it, just another yeah. reason to have Jake on the show. Yeah. Like as I said, he's a, a history major, um, and then has a master's in education, so he can teach you and I something. <laughs> well, with that said, I mean, didn't he say it was special education? Well, emphasis, <laughs> <laughs> emphasis. Yes, that's why I'm here. Um, and, uh, yeah, don't give me too much credit. I know, I know some about history, but yeah, <laughs> I do teach history. You're right. Yeah. So, I mean, let's just start with George Floyd. Yeah. If you haven't seen the news at all, <laughs> if you've and I know some people have in a cave, yeah. I've seen a couple comments on Facebook like, "What is this? The guy got choked. What happened?" Uh. <laughs> So George Floyd, a black man in Minneapolis, was killed by a police officer who was kneeling on his neck while he was saying he can't breathe. Uh, and people, bystanders around him were filming and also said, why won't you get off that guy? He can't breathe. Yep. Led to massive protests. Uh, they did finally arrest the officer f- three or four days later, charged him with third-degree murder and manslaughter. They could change the charges later, but third-degree seems to be the best fit for their state law. What, but is, what is third degree? Third degree is you had the intent to harm, but not the intent to kill, but it re- resulted in a death. So it's like one step above manslaughter, I'm going to guess. Right. Yeah. So the jury will have the choice, basically. They could find him guilty on, I guess, on both charges, but if they can't, if they can't decide on third degree, they could go manslaughter. Either way, third degree has a maximum sentence of 25 years, which means he'll probably oh, serve like three. <laughs> which is like... Super inferior. On so top of everything else, that the other can you look off. forward to this again when he gets his sentence. Yeah, right. Or acquitted. I mean, freaking <laughs> Rodney King's cops were those cops were acquitted, man, and that guy was in cuffs. <laughs> like yeah. it was. It, Rodney King was worse than this. The riots? Oh, except he didn't die. The, the riots were were way worse. No, I was well, talking about the incident. Speak. Oh, the incident. Oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah, riots yeah. weren't as widespread, were they? Weren't they kind of? Oh, I, I'm no, not no, no. positive were, about that. They were, in 92, oh. they were pretty much everywhere. Countrywide. I'm not, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. I couldn't state that. Um, but yeah, so it's led to protests everywhere. Does that mean someone like O.J. Simpson is going to get off the hook again? I don't know. Because that's what happened last time. 
That is. It's uh, like a. If you watch the documentary, the jurors are like, "Yeah, we knew he was guilty, but Rodney King." We can, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, we didn't want to be the group that put him in jail. Yeah, after it's true. Yeah, yeah. You got to weigh your options yeah, there. That's infuriating too. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is the, both. Yeah. Anyway. anyway. Yeah. So massive uh, protests that turned. Um, Spencer and I had a had a. We went back and forth about this yesterday about the word violent. Uh, because when someone says violent, I picture people getting hurt. You know, could be wrong. Semantics well, doesn't let me, matter. Let me give you the Ooh, definition. He's, Vi- violent, an adjective, using or involving physical force intended to hurt, damage, or kill someone or something. Okay, so something added on there does make the protests that happened violent. Uh, I, I'm just telling you, like, they, they, no, it's when, fine. When the, yeah. when the weather people are on, they're like, oh, that is a violent tornado. That right. tornado is I told you, though, they say that when up. someone gets hurt by it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, this might be one of the scenarios where violent is, is the proper word, but we, like, overuse violent maybe right. so it almost, like, pulls down the significance in our brain. Right. The semantics – the semantics are, are off. Yeah, yeah. It was there was violence in Salt Lake, but there was definitely it was worse in other cities. No, so no we, question. Yeah, if we no start much, if you Google a city with the word riot or protest, any city in the U.S., it'll come up with a story about yeah. something on fire. Right. Like, yeah. It's, it's I mean, and so if you start with Minneapolis, what happened there? Protests led to uh, police confrontation. Then uh, was it the next night that they burnt down the precinct? Yeah, the yeah. next night and a liquor store next door to the precinct. Oh, they burnt down a liquor it's store. It's been yeah. way. It's been. If you look at the numbers, it's it's yeah. hundreds of buildings. They trashed destroyed. a Target. There has and so there. Not that there's any reason to do this stuff, and we can get into it. Uh, but there were some people who were saying the reason they trashed the Target was that they wouldn't sell them milk. Yeah, for the to pepper get spray. the pepper spray out of their eyes. Yep, that's oh. correct. So. That's I don't know. That's the story I've heard. Anyway, you use well. milk yeah. to get pepper spray out. Yeah, yeah. it it you use neutralizes milk to, it. You use milk when it's hot when you eat something hot in your mouth, right? No, you should. Yeah, that's what they say to he do. He knows he makes the best wings, and they're I freaking hot. Uh, they, they yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, that, so that protest led to other protests. Uh, Chicago, D.C., yep. outside the White House. No, name a city. Uh, Seriously, LA. any major city. But you're what was right. interesting, including Salt Lake, which, you're right. which was caught. Caught Twitter's attention. There were people on Twitter talking about Salt Lake in awe that it was happening here. It's strange. Yeah. yeah. It is strange. Uh, we've talked about before that Salt Lake is an enclave of, of liberalism for sure. Yeah. Uh, however, protests don't make it here that often unless something else is happening like if Not Trump visits town. Unless protests. it's directly connected to the state. Or to the city. state. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. There was protests uh, for immigration. But well, even there that, are protests but not like – But even that guy, um, I can't remember his name but the, he was – in Saratoga Springs, a few years back, the sword. Yeah, he's carrying a katana. And they shot him in the back. Did they shoot him in the back? Yeah. Mm. So I mean, that one didn't turn into riots. There were or, or even protests, really. Um, but we went down. We ventured down to the Capitol uh, and did. A, I don't know how long we were live for. Maybe like an hour. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Just visiting, just getting overview, and I tried to find some people to interview. Um, but the one thing that has kind of grabbed a lot of people's attention is this gentleman named Malcolm. Yeah. That was um, yelling at the, the – so the lines of the Capitol were – the steps of the Capitol were lined with police officers, with UHP. 
And <laughs> yeah, let's take a half second and identify highway patrolmen, right? Right. No, yeah. <laughs> They're in charge but, of the capital. Well, but, yeah. but the, I mean, but it's I mean, it's also a testament or it's or a statement of like, I mean, there was a scramble of like, let's make sure this doesn't get too out of hand. Like, let's get everything we right. can help wise. Yeah. So what Spencer I was, and I saw was like we saw a, a, a peaceful protest at the Capitol. There was graffiti, um, but a lot of call and return happening. And then there was. Uh, an alert that went out that the National Guard was being called in down to 4 South, which is four blocks away. Uh-huh. And that's when a lot of people started to leave. Right. We stayed uh, until it started to rain. Um, but I captured this guy, Malcolm, and I, I took a screen grab because he was oh. yelling at the police about his uh, his encounters he's had over his life. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's you know He's had 12 cops called on him before. Guns pointed guns at him pointed. by the cops. He, he basically says, every time I see you guys, you have your guns drawn. Why do I have to leave my house and be in fear? The whole, so I, the whole thing is available on uh, Facebook and YouTube. Uh, but I wanted to show the clip of, of what I grabbed from, from Malcolm. So uh, he's a gentleman wearing a hat and he is um, – he's just yelling. And this trooper, Trooper Miller, who I've now seen in the news other, other yeah. places. Yeah. Is it Jim? Joe, Jed. 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 Uh, basically kind of inter- – not interrupted him but just said, what's your name, man? And they, So I'll just play it right here. So, am I turned up on Bluetooth yeah. there? So we got one, you know, one person <laughs> clapping there. <laughs> uh, it was pretty hot right there, though, in that moment. And pff, kudos to Trooper Miller. He diffused that situation immediately because other people were kind of joining in with, uh, with Malcolm there. And he, he continues to, to go uh, and, and deliver his message yeah, after he shakes hands. And he, he made me cry watching him um, in the moment. He and had then, passion, and that's an yeah. understatement. Yeah. So I was already kind of misty listening to him, and then when they shook hands, I yeah, I mean, it was just over for me then. But I yeah. learned something about myself yesterday that I kind of already knew, and it's that I don't take anything seriously <laughs> at all. Right. Uh, all I wanted to do was make jokes, and in fact, I did with the police officers. <laughs> I. <laughs> what did you ask? I, uh, well, I went up to, to Trooper Miller and asked if you, if you had a message. Just the same questions I asked the protesters, yeah. but in reverse, right? right. Like, what, what what message would you like everybody to hear? And he played it very carefully and said, "I don't have a message. I just don't yeah. want violence." I'd probably get in trouble for um, which is a pretty good message, though, too. By the way, for everything absolutely. going on, yeah, I yeah. didn't blame him at all for yeah, saying, "I know, I'm just here because I don't want any violence." Great, you know. Uh, but then Spencer had to put in a little. Uh, Quip about McDonald's. Yeah, I was laughing. I just because I know you just enough. I'm pretty sure the cop next to, to Miller was crying about what he had just seen, and Spencer came in with uh, McDonald's. He's mad about McDonald's not yeah. having breakfast. They, they took away Spencer. their all day breakfast because of the Rona. I, I mean, feel like I want to go flip over a car in front of McDonald's. That's why right he now. went yeah. down there. That's why, yeah. I, I mean, this is when I called Spencer. Unreal. I said we should go down to this protest, and he said, "What's it for?" And I, I knew he wouldn't want to go if it was about George Floyd. So I said, "It's about it's about McDonald's," and he's and he was over within minutes. Yeah. Finally, a reason to yeah. be proud to be from Utah. That's what you, that's yeah. what you said, right? Yeah. Um, I knew it. I knew it. So let's get into the weeds here because oh, these have turned into riots, and then of course Facebook is flooded. Social media, yeah. the news is flooded with, well, now your now your cause is lost. Uh, yeah. Because of the violence, um, I shared a quote from Dr. Martin Luther King that said, uh, "A riot is the language of the unheard." Um, and what I meant by that was that the, the people aren't being heard. Sure. I wasn't necessarily justifying rights, but you had, you posted uh, that you know you 
and you posted a really lengthy, really good post about that's definitely not what King stood for at all. And yeah, you could look up any interview. There's thousands of interviews of him saying, I will never, ever be violent. Yeah. Anybody that is violent is basically reprimanded and kicked out of the club. So yeah, to speak. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But you know, it wasn't my my response was because I, I I understood where you were going with it and what I posted, and it wasn't. And I told you in the in the comment too, it wasn't directed at you. So, but you weren't the only one. Right. Um. And and it's like it's like st- I hate this word statistics. Right. You can skew statistics to make yeah. your argument anyway. You could find a quote. To, from almost anybody to find a way to support yourself, right. right? And so I saw there were there were some people using Martin Luther King Jr. as like, see, this is okay. And I just and I it just got me because I everything I know about him is he would have stood up and said, "I'm for your cause, but I'm not for what you're doing." Right? Like, I I feel that to my core that that's the yeah. case. So I just thought, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out there. Um, and I had quite a few people. I had a f- couple former students who like reshared it. All right, thanks, yeah. Mr. Vockler, stuff like that. Because and I have one student specifically who's African American, and she felt she felt like that spoke to her right and and so that was kind of why i did it more than anything but uh but it's but it's hard because you hit the nail on the head when you specify that unheard part right because when you really try and focus on just that i mean that's it that, right. that's where all this frustration right. is coming from besides the besides the racism issues the the problem we also have is that whenever you say something or post something it's immediately a dichotomy yeah right there's yeah. never there's never any room for for gray or people in the middle um and which is frustrating, right? Which is why I've tried. I'm trying not to get into politics on social media because it usually spirals into a bad conversation. So I've tried my best to like, like on the on the the, the Biden one, right? Whereas like I I don't delete anybody who I disagree with for very specific reasons. You guys have talked on this show, right? About about the the, um, the echo chamber kind of scenario, right? Sure. I, I try not to create that. I want people on my feed who I disagree with because I think it's important to see their side. And so it's so you even trying to like say, hey, this is a place for like open conversation. Let's bring up your opinion and let's talk about it. It's you could see it tar- start to spiral down a little right. bit, and, and, and it's hard. It's it's incredibly hard, and I think that we are just by talking about it, we are like getting just the tiniest of samples of the frustration yep. that yep. Uh, many Black people in yep. America feel. Yep. Um, which brings me to my next point, when we contrast protests and talk about how effective they can be um ogden got no attention yesterday yep and they did a a kneel on washington boulevard for two hours which is it gives me chills when you just mentioned that because that's so powerful to me yeah and contrast that with salt lake city or any other city where um things have turned violent um looting that kind of thing but the question i have is we no one heard about the kneel. Yeah, it wasn't covered. It was on. It's it, not news. It's not news. It was the only protest yep. in Utah sanctioned by Black Lives Matter, the movement. Uh, yep. Uh, <clears throat> speaking of which, Black Lives Matter. Uh, I was listening to KSL on the after right after I dropped you off, and they had um, the president or spokesman spokesperson from for that chapter for the Salt yeah, Lake chapter yeah. right and she was like this yep she she basically told everyone to go home that and she called out everyone she said I've never seen any of you at meetings I've never yep. seen you donate right. or do anything so their their plan Black Lives Matter's plan was to social distance to be in cars to just drive around the Capitol and honk right and that was it yep and somehow 
it blossomed into everything that happened yesterday. And, you know, my sister, I was talking to her today, and she's just like, I don't understand what, what are, you know, what's going on. Why are they doing this? And I was like, well, you know, there's there's people who are legitimately upset for, for various reasons. You know, they're black. There's there's seven cops when they get pulled over versus, you know, yeah, the one a or half two. of one yeah. when, when we get pulled over. <laughs> and, oh, I forgot uh, my gun at home, that yeah, cop. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, I just had to, to to navigate that and be like, well, there's there's good there's there's people there that are that are legitimately for a cause, yeah. and then there's the people there who uh, are at the mosh pit at Warp Tour that decide to start hitting people right. and yes. pushing yes. and shoving and just running amok. Ruining and it. and I would say, you know, the majority of those people were down on Four South, lighting cars on fire right. and. Yeah. And that you know, kind of thing. That's a really good analogy. <laughs> if, really if any is. of you have been in a mosh pit <laughs> or just at a concert, there there are always one or two people there who are clearly frustrated with life. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they found this outlet. <laughs> God bless them for finding it in music. Sure. Right? Right. Sure. It ruins the show for the rest of us. Yeah. But God bless them. And they they'll yeah, just, they they'll start spinning, they start spinning around and they they hope to get pushed to the ground. They yeah. love getting shoved. They love getting hit back. Yeah. Uh, it is quite fascinating to see. That's a really good analogy. It is. It really I thought is. about that today. Was like the, that's exactly what it yeah. is. These yeah. are the same people that are that are doing. They're ruining it for everybody else. Yeah. But they're just rebel rousers. They're just yeah. right. Uh, it's on the money. I mean, that's an on the money analogy. They have nothing else to do on yeah. Saturday, and it's a rush to them. It's adrenaline, and they're yeah. going to get yeah. away with it. Yeah. So before I ask my next question, I want to show you guys this the, another guy that I spoke with at the end. Of the stream, it was oh. kind of windy, but this guy, I can't remember his name now, um, was just super eloquent. Um, yes. And he had a buddy that was talking to a police officer uh, on the steps, and he was just kind of talking to himself. So I walked over and started to film him, and uh, he was willing to talk. So let's just listen to a couple things that he had to say um, as I was trying to talk with him. Sorry about the wind, though. Oh, yeah. Not all cops are bad. He knew one of the cops that was on yeah. stairs. Yeah. Some pe- some cops can't mentally take the job. You and I have talked a lot about that as a reason why I yep. could never be a cop. Right. <laughs> because I've watched enough live PD and cops to know that if some of those people did those things to me as a police officer, I probably would have a hard time restraining myself. And I think that's a great segue to kind of what I, I want to talk about is what can we do to keep this from happening? And the, the, the officer in uh, – former officer in Minneapolis had 18 complaints against him. Right. The others had a couple as well. And they're not – by the way, no charges against the other three cops who were there. I thought uh, they were just fired. Yeah, they, they, they were, were fired. fired, but no charges as of yet. Right. Which the prosecutor did say he expected charges. Yeah. The question is, what's the holdup here? Uh, if it were anybody else, you would be held in a cell until the charges were brought. I think is yeah. what the community's well, point is. Okay. Yeah. So this is this is a great point. Now we've all we've had various jobs, uh, you know, throughout our, our lives. I've worked for corporations before. Um, you've worked for several corporations. You've, I have. You, yes, you have, and, and it's probably the same. It's the same everywhere. There's this. Um, there's kind of a, a good old boys mentality. Um, 
like for example, say I when I worked at Smith's, uh, the grocery store, a customer could come up and say, uh, "John was the meanest person. He was so rude. I can't believe him." And I'm, you know, me. I'm just like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I apologize. What can I do to fix it?" But then later, I'll just be like, "Dude, John, come on, man." And that's it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. So that's kind of how I see these complaints happening at these police departments. Is they're like, "Hey, Officer John, cut it out." All right. right, but you're cool. It's cool, man. We're cool. We're bros. Um, Just don't do that again, man. Right. Yeah. 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 And so I think that that taking these complaints outside of not just the police force, but the government itself. Right. And uh, maybe a civilian panel or yeah. or or which something. some some cities have. Oh, really? Some cities have panels that are you know civilian. Um, most departments have an internal affairs, but even those guys are cops. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. It's got to be. It's got to be. You know, one of the qualifications is you got to be. You have no connections to the police. Right. You know, to be on this panel because you can't be. You can't be Jade. It needs to be a mixed race panel. You know, right. and I just. Uh, I, I think that's the only way because why? Why in the hell would you want these people on your force at this point? Right. Yeah. Any police chief who's taking these complaints and just passing them off. And and letting this stuff happen is just asking for this situation well, to happen again. If I was going to speculate, I would say that a lot of police departments are understaffed. Yep. yep. So that's true. Yeah. Yep. I can't. I can't fire. I can't fire a cop. I'll be. I'm, then I'm down just another cop. Yeah. Right. You yeah. Know? I. You know. I would. So as a teacher, I would say, and, and this is not. Um, if, I always I don't want to speak in like these broad terms by any means because it, it's not everywhere. But something that is for sure, and you, you hit the nail on the head there, is uh, as teachers are are in high demand. I mean, you if you want to be a teacher, you could be a teacher. In Arizona, they passed the, the what the teachers down there are calling it the warm body law. If you got a warm body, you could be a teacher <laughs> because they just need you. They need teachers so bad, and so uh, so to fire a teacher, you better do something bad. Right. And right. I and I say so as a highly qualified, which as a as as a, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Whoa, to people who, lo- I know highly qualified. Over <laughs> Just saying here. he is very highly qualified. Let's <laughs> but, be fair. <laughs> but no. So so the term highly qualified means that I have a degree in special education. Right. I passed the state exam to be in special education. And now I have a level two license, which means I taught for three years. Right. I joke and say I cannot be fired. I, I, it would take I, tenure. I almost like like, a professor. I mean, it would be, you know, without sounding any crass or anything, it would have to take like inappropriate touching of a student. Right. For me to be multiple times, potentially, (laughs) potentially. Right. right? I mean, punching a kid might I might be okay one time after that, maybe, you know, but (laughs) but the reality is, is because I am hard to replace. And that's not me saying I'm this amazing person. I just chose to go through a path that not a lot of people do. Because I have a lot of job security and I really like what I do, mm-hmm. but but I just happen to be you know there are some that just do it for right. the job security right. So moving moving that thought process to the police, you hit the nail on the head. But in addition to that, um, it can also be really hard to fire a teacher. And I'm not sure. I'm going to take a guess here. Maybe it's hard to peg certain things on a police officer, right? Is, is, does the state, state or city there want are, to well, fight that's that? True. There are unions, police unions, yeah. giant unions. Yeah. And so how hard is it to peg something on an officer I mean, and have it stick? I think. Even I think it's one of the union lawyers who was representing Derek Chauvin, and he's not even a cop anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I don't. Yeah, it's so to further this point, it's the same thing for teachers. I was talking with uh, a guy on Facebook about he he kept asking me like, what can we do? He was he was arguing about something different with me at the time, uh, but he just kept saying, "You're not answering my question about what can be done, yeah. you know, to fix the problem." 
Um, and so I started just listing off a bunch of things. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. like, okay, body cams for everybody. Always on. Never turned off. Yeah. You, know? you don't have the choice. Uh, people recording more. But as I got down my list, I was like, if we paid cops more, the same way that if we paid teachers more, sure. we would have more qualified teachers, more qualified police. And probably more people who would be willing to do it because people who are highly qualified, I'm sure that you are in this boat where you're qualified and you're like, I could make more money doing something else. Absolutely. I could get a $20,000 raise next week. Right. Well, maybe not in this current COVID economy, but <laughs> right. in most other economies, yeah, 100%. You know what's right. even, even more unfortunate is, uh, you know, I have a, a friend who's a police officer. He works here in West Valley City, which is a pretty low-income city. Yeah. Um. Not only do they not have as many officers as some of the bigger cities, they don't have the equipment as other, yes. any other cities because they are a low income, so there's not as many taxes. Uh, he went to go work for American Fork, which, American Fork for a little bit, which is a uh, it's, it's it a lot more a lot better of wealthy off. people yeah. there, right? Yeah. And uh, before in in, in uh, West Valley, he was still driving around in a Crown Victoria. <laughs> From like 2008 or something, right? That's the one you see on the freeway and you're yeah. like, that's not a yeah. cop. That can't be a cop anymore. Yeah, he didn't have any radar to, to uh. see if someone was speeding. The tachometer or the speedometer is like certified. So basically you have to go as fast as the car to, to what know a joke. They're, they're You have speeding. to pace them. Right. What yeah, a joke. Right. And, uh, but when you go – you know, there's certain officers in West Valley that have that. But they're traffic officers. But if you go, if when he went to American Fork, he got a brand new, you know, Ford Explorer, every running radar, you know, right, all yeah. sorts of stuff. And uh, it's just they don't need it. Then he quit. He left American Fork, went back to West Valley because of how bored he was because yeah. they didn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just that's one of the unfortunate uh, things that happened to these lower income areas is they don't have the the means to to combat everything. Uh, in a safe way. Yeah, you know, it's like low income areas should have the highest paid cops. Yeah, right. Yeah, but they, they don't. The highest oh, paid he got teachers. and he got sorry. I didn't mean, he got a huge raise. Of yeah. course, and fork. Like, yeah, of huge. course. Yeah, and it's you know so which kind of brings me to a point I was hoping to talk about today is is the so the I don't even know his name and I, I don't care to say his name right the guy who murders right this guy that like did he go into police work thinking. I'm racist and I hate black people and I'm going to kill a black guy one day. I I would certainly hope not. Right? right? I I can't. I, maybe I'm optimistic. Maybe I'm like I, I maybe I think too too many people are too good. I do. I genuinely think most people are really good people. I really do. But every now and then, you just there are some bad people. Was he that person when he went into educate or excuse me went into police work? Like I've like I've said, anytime you see an educator who does something inappropriate with a student, I just think I have to go through so much to do what I do. That to throw it all away for that is is the worst thing ever. A and and B like it. <laughs> it's kind of weird to talk about it, but but anyway, but to but to throw it all away for that right. is just like why would you do that? And so did they go into it with that intention? And I, I no, they didn't. I I would say ninety nine point nine nine percent of them did not. So what is it that caused I, them to get to that point? I is think, my number I think one question. Groupthink and power. I think that's a totally fair answer. I I uh, I would say that these police departments, if they are understaffed, they are dealing with a lot of people. Right? They're yeah. dealing with I've, when on these ride-alongs I went on. People are dumb. They're dumb. <laughs> well, when are you seeing a police officer? If you're not being pulled over right. for something, when are you seeing yeah, a police officer? In, in a time of no. distress, it's the worst the, yeah. day of your yeah, life right. usually. Yeah. And so you deal with these people all day, and they you know they they put up fights and they. They won't comply, you yep. know, day yep. after day. 
and maybe in Minneapolis, day after day, it's the the black community that they're involved with. Yeah, I mean, there are more black people in prison than there are white. Um, you know, it's because they're they're lower income. I guess I don't. There's a lot of statistics nobody knows. Yeah, nobody knows. I don't. Yeah. I, but it's you know, if you're dealing with that community and they're they're putting up that fight, you probably just like when I worked at Smith's. Uh, you know, I, I, you, I would deal with uh, people who are on food stamps all the time, and I got annoyed, very annoyed with them. Now, looking back, you know, I I'm, I'm, wish I wouldn't have. Sure. It's, it's silly. Sure. Um, but I think some of these police officers have very short tempers. Yeah. Very short. They have short fuses. And I think that day that his fuse was lit and he yeah. was, you know, he's a violent person. He has violent tendencies. Yeah. And he he got into his red zone, you know, when he just there was no see. there was no talking him out of it or right. yeah, yeah. You know, for, so for most police brutality, I agree with you. But the thing that was super disturbing about this one was that he was really calm and his hands were in his pockets. That gives me chills when you watch it. So I, I didn't know that. It's disgusting. That. I looked closely and I couldn't I Tell if it was pockets or just black gloves. Either way, he was. He calm. looked chill. He was he, calm. That's what was so disturbing about yeah. this one. You know, so I agree with you that there's a certain most police brutality happens when mm-hmm. the cop loses their edge. Yeah, right, and they fly off the handle. They get a little bit of power, man. Like, oh no, I sure, no, sure. I I agree. I um, they think their authority is. You can some think their authority is absolute. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then the, the, the in all, in. In actuality, you are supposed to comply with every command and fight them later in court. Right. But some yeah. of us don't have that luxury. Some of us can't be in jail for three days and then take a constitutional lawyer, pay him to take the police department right. to court afterwards, yeah. right? In yeah. the meantime, you lost your job because you were arrested unconstitutionally, right? Yeah. Like, so you understand why people fight it in the moment. Yeah. Right. And you see all these YouTube videos of the, you know, the First Amendment auditors and the – constitutionalist sovereign citizen Ugh. that are trying to fight it on the spot yeah you know because it how are you supposed to do that right if, if i got searched unconstitutionally tomorrow well who would i call ghostbusters jake no, mcfarland sorry. like <laughs> the only attorney <laughs> i know yeah. <laughs> and how how am i going to pay for that you call yeah the super police yeah <laughs> so i it's, no, you're it's, right. It's a it, tough it, battle for them. It is, and you're and you're hitting at the core of kind of what the what the black community is saying, right? And unfortunately, statistically speaking, most are not most. That's a bad term, but there's more in lower socioeconomic status. Right. They can't afford an attorney for a lot of these guys, and and they're frustrated, saying, "I don't like you're supposed to be here to protect me, but instead it's that Malcolm right on the steps saying yeah. he's like, when I leave my house, why is it that I have to think about?" Right. That I'm going to bump into a cop. Right. Or you I mean, this one breaks my heart is where I have a friend from high school who she has a daughter who's black. And, and she said she came up crying. Right. She's like, Mom, do, do I have to worry about being killed by a cop? And she's like, I can't tell her no. Right. Right. I can't. Yeah. And, and that and that sucks. I don't. Ha- and this is where I'm like taking a step back. I'm saying, you know, here we are, three middle class, white privileged males in a basement talking about this. But a but sub, that's also sub, sub basement. Sub, it's, not really, <laughs> it's not a full on basement. <laughs> but 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 at the same time, like 
this is part of the solution in in certain ways too, right? Is talking about it, educating, getting the ideas out there, expressing thoughts and opinions in an open way. Having a contrast in opinions is also really important because you can't just keep you know hive minding in one one direction, and right. you got to have that break as well. I think that there's as I try and take a step back on my own personal social media, I can see both sides very heavily. Right, I'm seeing the like, no, let them riot, burn, whatever, and then other people are like, oh, just a bunch of thugs, blah blah blah, and then I'm trying to do my best to say like. What are like what is each person's main actual point, and right. like what's you know how can we find this middle ground? Not to mention, there's a clear middle ground. Yes, yes, yeah. and some of it's sketchy. Have you seen the video of the of the white guy breaking the windows of the AutoZone? Yeah, yeah. What the hell, well, man? Well, did you see? I, this is maybe he needed a new. Do you, are you familiar with this? This is slightly unverified. But so, so let's yeah. explain it. Yeah. Nothing, no looting had happened in Minneapolis yet. This AutoZone was, was the first early was on. the first one to be looted and burned. There's cell phone footage of a of a white man with a gas mask, mm-hmm. a ski mask, and an umbrella, and an umbrella, all in black. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was weird. Walking just next to the auto zone, hitting all the windows with a hammer. Yeah, and he's confronted by a black man saying, "What are you doing?" Yeah, like almost picked a fight with him. And as he's walking away, someone yells, "Are you a cop?" And then. There's been pictures released that look a lot like this yeah, guy. Yeah, it's unverified. See, it's weird, but it's a cop from. Was it a different city? I don't. I don't. I, I haven't seen the results of this. But there's there's video later of the same guy, the black guy who who he's like, "Hey, what are you doing, man?" Later on, they're walking down the street, buddy, buddy. No way. Absolutely. Oh, so it's deeper. Absolutely. So it's deeper. Yeah. yeah, it goes even deeper. Well, this is this is super like on the top. I just saw a news article about it from a source that wasn't. It was a local newspaper, I think. So I want to go deeper. But they were saying in Minnesota that most of the people that have been arrested for looting are actually tied to white supremacist groups. The sheriff said is that. what they're saying. Now yeah. I, I want to dig deeper because. The, I think the wording he, felt a little right. like he was he was trying to use that because yeah. I don't think that that's 100% true. I, I know people the, were like I want a TV, but like right. <laughs> if I remember the uh press conference it was he said that 80% of the people we've arrested aren't from here. Yeah, yeah. And then some of them have been tied back to white supremacist yes. groups via their social media. So then everybody's like, "Look, it's all white supremacists." Right. And like, "Wait, wait, wait. Look at the key the key word here. Right. Some of but it's but that's I, I mean that's bullshit. It is you know it what totally, I mean? like hundred percent. That's so messed up. But you know? that's why, and that's why, and you said it earlier, where the the one side of the argument is saying, "Oh, look, you know, look at what they're doing," and you're taking, and, and and they're not wrong when they say they're taking away from the message. Right. They are yeah. because the people who really need to hear this are going to see those actions and they're going to li- not listen to the what they're saying and they're going to watch what they're doing, and that is frustrating. Right, right? and that really gets me. Well. That brings up the, my next question. <laughs> well, go ahead. You know, okay, so yesterday in Salt Lake, uh, there was a police car that got flipped over and torched. Yeah. And then later on in the day, this this guy comes in uh, in, a, in a black Avenger or something, some Dodge car. And uh, he, first he had a machete. Yeah, apparently he said uh, all lives matter. Right. And supposedly he said he was there to support the cause. Supposedly, so, <laughs> this is. But he said that after. Okay, so at one point he pulls out a bow and arrow and he cocks it like he's going to shoot somebody, and then the the crowd circles around him and beats the crap out right. of him, flips over his car and <laughs> sets it on fire. First of all, which is why I didn't want to go down there. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, he actually released and that that arrow bounced off a kid's head. Oh, oh did it? Yeah, what? I didn't know. Yeah. So. 
I, I continued off his like head? the shaft. I think oh, okay. not not the not the head like the jeez. Boy, so yeah. that's, I continued. That's a pull right I there. continued to watch because the police took this guy, and I continued to watch, Dude. and he came back. This the, guy, they the did not him arrest go, him, and he came back. Oh my god! And he he said. Forbade him. He said, uh, "I came here to support the cause, but then I got beat up by black people." Oh, is what geez. he said. And then it Stop cuts to talking. the video. It cuts to the video, and there's like one black guy in this mob. Oh. <laughs> it's mostly white people that are just beating the crap out of. I him. don't care yeah. what color beat you yeah. up. You pull out a bow and arrow at a protest. Well, I, think get that, beat up. I think that I think that him saying that I got beat up by black people nullifies oh, absolutely. any of his other defenses. Absolutely. So, yeah, I, you're done. I was pretty upset with the Salt Lake Police Department over that one. They did tweet saying, we know who he is and charges are coming. But uh-huh. he was in police custody. They're the ones who saved him from the mob. Right. Yeah. And, and they, they didn't took, arrest they took him. him again the second time. I don't like, know. Uh, I don't know. Can I I have, this is total naivety on my part. Does Salt Lake have like the don't bring people into jail unless you absolutely have to because of COVID stuff? No, that's, no, but that's they, happening nationally. They, sure. Some weird they, stuff. They had said they said throughout afterwards yesterday that they were intentionally not arresting people. They they didn't want to arrest people. They just wanted them to disperse. Now they ended up arresting forty six people, yeah, which is which is nothing. Yeah, you know yeah. these and and the people they arrested were either. They picked one of the guys, like, tried to hit a cop. Right. Uh, yeah. And then the rest of them were just stragglers there at the end when they brought in the two sheriff buses. <laughs> right. They did bring in buses <laughs> to take them to the uh, county jail. And so, you know, they did not do mass arrests. And Salt Lake purposely, the police department didn't really respond to the initial violence. Right. And they, uh, KSL had a former police chief on, and he said he thinks that was a mistake. Uh, that they they should have probably kind of came in then, and maybe that would have you know because all all that happened was they got empowered and then yeah. it continued and continued. I don't know. More Be- people came and like being there. Sense. I kind of disagree because it wasn't until people found out that the national guard was called in that they started to leave the peaceful protest at the Capitol and went back down to Fourth South. You want to hear something? So you know what I mean? Yeah. Something funny. The vicious cycle we talked about, which is the police aren't going to leave till you leave. They're not going to leave until the police right, leave. Right. Right. Anyway, yeah. so something kind of funny is um, you know how they talk about militarization of police. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, KSL or the, a lot of the news agencies and reporters were saying the National Guard is here, and they they point to this the camera to these guys that are in they're in army uniforms. Right. They've got helmets on. And, SLCPD though. Yeah, and I, like- I and I and I'm like. No, those those are not the National Guard. That equipment is way too nice <laughs> for, and unnecessary for the National yeah. Guard. And it was just like the West Valley SWAT or something. Right. I don't uh, even know if the National Guard ever showed they did. up. Did they, they did. They did. That was at the very end. They they did. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. But nice. it was it was when it was when the governor made that announcement. Though it was within seconds, people saw it on their phone and they started leaving the Capitol and went back yeah. down. You know. I I mean. T- once you get the military involved, their their rules of engagement. So here's the deal. It's I different. Mean, here's the deal. While I I love the kneeling protest. Yes, I love it. Yes. Is anybody going to do anything about it? Right. Well, this this is why I'm here today. Let's talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, let's. I mean, in in all the history books, right? In in what we teach, what we're told to teach by the state and on a national level. 
is we talk about the difference between Malcolm X and we talk about the difference between Martin Luther King Jr., right? And the biggest difference between those two, they both wanted kind of a similar end result, but Malcolm X was a little bit more on the like, yeah, let's like we need rights this moment and we're going to fight for him. He was uh, he was if you hit me, I'm going to hit you back. Absolutely, right. yeah. And 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 Martin Luther King Jr. was very like, no, like we're going to like our silence will speak louder than anything else almost to a certain right. degree. And so, yeah, I have to talk about the difference between the two and and I do reference I talk about Black Panthers and stuff like that too, but the but the thing that is talked about most and is taught most is is the the sit-ins right and the bus boycotts right and the and, yeah, and the, the, the freedom the freedom rights right riding buses all throughout the South with white and black people in the buses because it was it was technically legal but states were not enforcing laws and so right. and they were burning and tipping over buses full of people right these are all nonviolent protests that were done by black and white people alike and that's what's talked about. Now, 60 plus years later, 70 right. years later. So that's where like – and maybe this is, this is more like – this is my take, right? This is my opinion is, is that to me I think is where we can really start to see more change. If you think about how long ago it was since, since the civil rights movement, it's not that long. No. It's not at all. No. Right? There are people alive it's less today. less than a generation. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Right? There are people alive today who could probably be like, yeah, I remember that. I was right? there. And when that is the scenario, that's still super fresh. Right, and so the hope is is that we're kind of seeing a second wave of that. I would just like to see more Martin Luther King version than, than right. not. You know, so I see. So I see. I see three okay. different types of protests. Sure, I see the protests in, like in Salt Lake, Minneapolis, that turn violent, looting, people take advantage to yeah. frustration or just to steal. There might be people there who are just malicious intent. Yes, just yeah. there to create shit so that people look bad. Sure. There's the Martin Luther King style, which I'm going to talk about in a sec. And then there's the, just the peaceful kneeling on the ground or just simply chanting, walking in a circle, picketing, that kind of thing. The difference that I see between the kneeling on Washington and Martin Luther King is that Martin Luther King's protests were still antagonizing the issue. Sure. That's right? fair. That's more than fair. Yeah. They were still, they were still bugging the racists. Sure, you know, hundred mm-hmm. percent, and and it they they got beat up a lot, mm-hmm. you know, uh, they got jailed, they got dogs, you know. Stuff. Oh yeah, oh yeah, fire hoses yeah. pulled out them. Yeah, it was awful. Mm-hmm. So I look at the protest, and I'm like, okay, well, the medium then is find a way to antagonize peacefully, right? Yeah, which which if <laughs> if like the people in Minneapolis, like if we were to say do over, yeah, don't burn the precinct down, Re-do. just surround it. Sure. And Neil. Sure. It antagonizes. It disrupts business. That's what the sit-ins did. That, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not – you're not destroying property. And and that is hard though because when we're talking the civil rights era, you're talking specific laws on the books right. that were anti-black, right? No, you cannot sit in this restaurant. Right. So they would walk in, sit down at the diner and say, I want a milkshake and they wouldn't move. And, and they ar- would right. take the whole freaking restaurant. And their out. argument was your law is unconstitutional. Exactly. 100%. So now – that it's like, we, what do we do? There's no, it's not on the books. Right, because right? the, the, the legislature passed all the yes, laws, yes. the Equal Rights Law, yeah. the Voting Act. Like all of those laws have been passed now yes. that were supposed to solve the problem. Yeah. But what it – it might change the law. It doesn't change yes. people's which, racism. Which is where I like – and this is just – within the last 48 hours, I've really come to like grasp some of my actual true thoughts on some of this. And that's where I'm, uh, that's where I'm looking at the timeline and I'm saying I, I think – I think like has progress been made? Absolutely. Does progress still need to be made? Absolutely. Yeah. We're not that far removed. Right. And and I think that if we take a second and you take a breath and you realize 
just how little time has passed, not it doesn't justify a thing, but it can help per- bring some perspective to the matter to say, okay, maybe like you know, sure, I want to be where we will be in fifty years from now, but we're not there yet because things take time, right. and that's way easy for me to say, right? As like I said, like a middle class white male, and and it's frustrating. But I think that that's more the reality right. of where we're at is that well, timeline. You're right because there might be – the hope is that there's fewer races alive. Correct. And maybe they're dying with the same generation who went through this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, uh, but, but the question still remains what kind of protest would work? Sure, sure. Right? I, like is the Ogden City Legislature or the Ogden City Police Department going to have a conversation because of the kneeling protests? I don't know. Like – they're probably more likely to have a conversation in Salt Lake where shit got ruined. Sure, but are they going to be more likely to have a conversation about how to react to it in the future? Or are they going to have a conversation about... How right. about the actual problem? For sure. Right. Which circles back to that conversation of like your actions spoke louder than your purpose, yeah. right? Yeah. And that and that's hard. I just yeah, I feel like that and that, yeah, like I said, I just feel like there's not a way to peacefully yes. antagonize because the race systemically speaking we're not a racist country, systemically speaking. Right now, people will disagree with me, and you may, you may. Well, that's, sem- that's you, semantics, exactly. Again. Yeah, right. because when people say, "Oh, there's systemic racism," well, there's no legal law on the books that encourages racism. Right. So, so theoretically speaking, we are not systemically according racist. to the system. Yes. Right. <laughs> yes. But yeah. there are racists in the system right. that cause problems, and that where. So, in the post of the Martin Luther King Jr. thing, I have a good friend of ours who's from Texas, and she she piped up talking about how frustrating it was. And, and that was, I said, you know, she was like, what do you do? And to me, it's, it's hard, but you have to find whatever platform you might have and you have to try and utilize that. I know I have a group of kids that come through my classroom every year and they will know about people who were murdered during the civil rights era, right? Like I teach them about Emmett Till, who was a 14-year-old God. boy who was murdered for for potentially lynched like he was yeah he was for for saying like hey sweet cheeks or something really but even but even then like there's no proof that he did anything wrong he just was a black person in a grocery store in the south in the 50s and the alleged right? victim years later yeah said she, it didn't she, even it she didn't felt terrible yeah yeah, well, I mean, yeah. But, but, no no but it was like but nothing happened really right? right and so i teach them these things i show them pictures of terrible stuff that has happened to black Americans during that time, and they will leave my class knowing that that's not right. Now, what they do with that as they leave is is unfortunately out of my hands, but they have been taught something, right? Right. If we can have, if we have more people with that mentality of educating and teaching and and getting that that those ideas out there and getting it into the brains of the youth, then hopefully in a generation from now we we start to see it. Yeah. Get subside. I don't know. I, I mean, we, yeah, yeah. I mean, it seemed like we were kind of there, right? Yes. Like uh-huh. yeah. Barack Obama was elected president, yeah. you know? Uh, it, yeah, it's just tough. Like, if you, I mean, there's been, you saw, you, you've seen the memes that were like, you know, you're you're destroying your town, and then below is a picture of Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, and you're like, well, you guys freaked out about this. Yeah, yeah. Which you was, know? I mean, that's that's a very good point. Right? Yeah, they're like, yeah, like, well, you, you didn't listen when they just took a knee. Like, well, that's right. true. Like, and as a football fan, which by the way, I got a bone to pick <laughs> with you about football at one time. Maybe not this episode, but on another one. But uh, but I mean, as as a football fan, I looked at that and I said, hey, go ahead and kneel, like, because he adjusted to a kneel. 
right? When he was uh, approached and saying, hey, not participating at all is disrespectful. And so he said, okay, a kneel, right, shows respect but still identifies that there's a problem. I'm okay with that, yeah. right? But there were people who weren't. And yeah. it's like, well, no, like he tried to take – and I don't know. Kaepernick's a crappy quarterback anyway. But he's, <laughs> <laughs> but his point was – Valid, yeah, right, and so, it did ruin his career. Totally ruined yeah. his career. I mean, he could have been a fourth string guy, well, somewhere. F- maybe Fifth. a kicker. Yeah. <laughs> Spencer, Spencer thinks that uh, Colin Kaepernick just happened to be tying his shoe <laughs> the yeah. first time he did it. Oh yeah, he did not mean to do that. And then it made the news, and he's like, "Yeah, man, that's the movement." This is the same guy that just started this podcast, saying that the SpaceX didn't go down. <laughs> <laughs> That was green screened. Come on. No, it was the landing. I didn't say it was green screened. <laughs> oh, I'm saying they took like footage from another. I don't know. Uh, yeah. It just cut out really, yeah. really. And no one can prove that Colin Kaepernick's shoe was tied <laughs> the first time he did it. It's true. Just saying, show me All the right. proof. All right. And the earth will be round again. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. So I, it, I don't know, man. It, yeah. That's how I feel. I don't know. And especially as a white person. We got it there, didn't we? Mm. That child's beach toy full of gray baseball stadium shellfish isn't sitting right for some reason. Maybe I should smoke a cigarette for the first time ever. (laughs) Okay, not a fix for now, but definitely something I immediately want to keep doing. Probably best to just add something hot and acidic to the mix. Burnt coffee! Get your burnt free microwaves coffee! I'll take one. See where this is going. Oh, boy. Mr. Pewterschmidt, I think I have to go to the bathroom, sir. Not now. We're about to do the national anthem. Deuce's hair in there. We've all been there, man. <laughs> I can't stop it. Must sit in a way that pinches my sphincter. Shut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Looks like Coach Peter Griffin is taking a knee during your national anthem. I'm Canadian. You know, we can't what prove. What is he thinking, Abu? Abu. What is he doing? He's not protesting the anthem, is he? <laughs> shrimp buckets all you can eat shrimp. oh man you can't prove that's that that didn't happen i guess you're right <laughs> anyway, anyway the, i mean the long the long point here is i would love to join a protest that i think might actually incite some change yeah yeah but i don't know who to antagonize anymore and that's a really i think that's a very good question and it's one i hadn't really thought about before yeah. this moment you know and i think and that's why it's important to kind of have the conversation right? yeah because you have these ideas i didn't think about and you're I mean, you're, you're hitting it really hard there. That's a really yeah, good point. Because everything Martin Luther King did was was to bug someone. Yeah. You yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just Peacefully. Gonna, yeah. I'm going to walk across this bridge because it's going to bug them. Yep. Yep. You know? <laughs> just because it's going to piss you off. Yeah. yeah. And, and, I mean, frankly, he, 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 he didn't like the violence that was brought upon him, no. but it helped his cause. It did. And he mentions, right, and this was – I had some counter – Mm -hmm. Uh, comments on on my facebook post he mentions right like he doesn't say you know i I don't know why you're writing he's like no like i would not be doing my job if i just discounted the fact that that i get what you're doing um and he but he but he never condoned it and that was my the term i wanted to make sure i use is he never said 
oh, it's okay that you did it. He just said, I know why you do it. Right. Right. And, and I get it. But in the long run, what is the thing we remember? The thing we do remember societally is the, is the more calm approach in, right. the, in the long run. Right. And so. Okay. I want to talk about the empathy tree. This was a uh, – That was a long first uh, subject, I guess. Yeah. Well, we're still on it <laughs> uh, because I stumbled onto a new theory, Spencer. So the empathy tree, if you're not familiar, is the theory that uh, Spencer and I came up with, okay. which is that – We're going to write a book about I was, it. Yeah, in order to grow a branch on one's empathy tree, you need to experience it or have it hit close to home. Okay. For example, uh, I believe that the state of Utah is less racist, less prejudiced – and more accepting of immigrants because of all the people here that go on missions to uh, other cities. I think that's a phenomenal argument. I was thought I thought you were going to say that I understand your frustration with McDonald's because I tried to get breakfast the other day and I couldn't. Yes, no, it's <laughs> and that pissed me off. No, I really didn't. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't have felt bad for Spencer though. And I yeah. wouldn't. I wouldn't unless I experienced that. Just pissing yeah. me yeah. off. My yeah. yeah. No, I think that this is a really good point. You know, having. Having served uh, an LDS mission and having gone to another country, you experience way more than the average 19-year-old at that time. Yeah. And you come home with a very different perspective yeah. of the world. And, and I think that you're absolutely right. And I think that the reason we talked about the empathy tree originally, though, was because we don't like it. Yeah. We wish that people could just empathize without having to experience the shit firsthand yeah. Yeah. or have someone they love go through it, right? And But I, I stumbled onto something, yeah. and which was – um, people asking, why is this about race? George Floyd. Right. Is this about race? Why, why do we have to bring race into the discussion? Why can't we just call that guy a murderous asshole? Right? And I realized something. In my opinion, this is totally race-related, first of all. Let me make that abundantly clear. I sure. think that race was an issue here for that police officer. I don't think he would have been doing that to a white man. Just going to say it. Uh, but what I found is that People – you said it earlier. You, you, you assume people are good. Yeah. And I agree. Basic, people are basically good. Yeah. But what that means is you can't accept that there could be a racist out there. Yeah. You know, that there could be that one cop that, that did join to be violent or, yeah. or whatever it might be. And it's almost like the – it's the opposite of the empathy tree. It's people assume that everyone else is just like them. So how could it be possible that he would kneel on that guy's neck because he was black? Because I wouldn't do it. Because I would not do that. I, I know a cop and they wouldn't have done it. Right. Right, yeah. Uh-huh. Until, until you, you experience it or you see someone actually say it, right? Like if, that, if, if he had said like the N-word during that moment, oh my gosh. Oh be my a completely gosh. Different, like no yeah. one would be arguing. Yeah. Right? So it was – I just wanted to expound on our theory that people assume – we all assume that most people are like us. So when you see a cop that for the most part middle-class white people respect the police, uh, you're like, well, he, th- th- I mean, maybe he made a mistake, yeah. right? Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Your empathy tree is saying – is keeping you close to what you know. Yeah. It's hard for you to accept that there are bad people. Yeah. They're not everywhere. There's not that many relative, Right. I don't think all cops are bad. Neither did this guy at the end of my interview yesterday, yeah, yeah. right? Uh, but I just kind of an interesting take on the uh, the empathy tree. Yeah, I think that um, that you because 
but the hard part about this though is is let's assume that no riots happened. Let's assume let's assume no protests took place. I I think within the first twenty four hours of this happening, if you polled every American, you would have an overwhelming majority that would be like, yeah, that's murder. He should be locked up. Right. Right. I think a massive amount would say that. Unfortunately, now though, because of the riots, I think that number changes. Right. Right. Yeah. And so I think that your empathy tree theory is actually very good, but I do think that every now and then you may have something that's so egregious that you may not have to have lived that lived right. that through. And this was one of those to me. I look at what happened and I think absolutely like this is bad and that's the that's but the hope that opinions. people will spring branches yeah yeah spontaneously and actually feel be able to put your i mean it's important to distinguish between sympathy and empathy right yes, sympathy is yes. something you've gone through i'm never going to experience racism as long as i'm here yeah right uh except for my hatred for your red beard right <laughs> <laughs> uh if but empathy being able to put yourself in someone else's shoes spencer's really good at that you know, and that was what we talked about is like, why, why can't we all be better at that? Yeah. Why do we have to see it happen before we'll believe it? It takes a, a heavy level or have a high level of emotional maturity to be able to do that. Though. Yeah. And there's, and that's something that, um, so, so as a special education teacher, I, and this is a little, little apples and oranges, but I'll still go with it. I work with kids with mild to moderate learning disabilities. And I work with a lot of kids who are on the autism spectrum and, that specific group of a population can have a really hard time seeing the world through another person's eyes. And so I have to – I legitimately have lessons that I have to teach weekly and I'm working with kids, right? We have social skills classes where I'm teaching them, hey, what you just said could hurt his feelings, yeah. right? <laughs> and that's a very – that's like at a very low level. I also have a three-year-old and I have to teach her the same thing, right? right? But I – and so that's that kind of goes back to one of my – probably my main point. And all of this and and most of my conversations with most people at this point is going to be steered to education, right, is 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 intentionally teaching your children how to empathize. Right. And and, and this and this tree that you speak of. Right. How do you create a branch without forcing them to go through racism? Right. Right. As you teach them about an experience that somebody had, try and invoke those emotions within them and to make them right, showing them a picture of Emmett Till with three bullet holes in his head. Right is is an aha moment for some kids. Yeah, that, that's the hope anyway. Right, and try and spring that branch. It's it's hard. Yeah, and I mean it goes for everything. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. Everybody, you know, yeah. and it, it's just we're so we're so unlikely to believe people when yes. they say something is unjust. Yeah, because America's perfect. Yeah. Yes, this is that the greatest would, country in the world. Wouldn't happen in my neighborhood. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, uh, good. I grew a branch on my empathy tree. When I went to Japan. For what? Uh, I'd never been somewhere where no one understood me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's frustrating. Yeah. It was yeah. interesting. It is. <laughs> so, you know, and we could, I mean, we could steer anything back into the conversation, right? But that's like, that's been a core of like this whole issue is just like having not been heard, right? If you're trying to order some food at a restaurant, you're like, I just want a cheeseburger, yeah. and brother. And let's you go. Might slam your you fist go. on the table, <laughs> <laughs> right? And that's like nothing in comparison to having not been heard about your whole life, right? But no, you're you're spot on. It's yeah. super frustrating asking for like, somebody and not pointing not being to heard. condiments, and he'd be like, "No, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I want yeah. that one." <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I, I think about Malcolm, this guy in this video, you know, and that he's probably had that conversation with untold 
amounts of people mm-hmm. face to face. Yeah. He, here he finally had a platform yeah. to scream it at 40 UHP officers, yeah. you know, and it probably felt really good. It did. And you know what? And to his credit, like you say, how do you pro- – like he had a platform and he used it in a very good way. He wasn't – to me anyway, and I wasn't there, so maybe – I don't know. It didn't feel it, like aggressive, like and I'm going to come after you. Yeah. It felt passionate. Yeah. Right? And that's a – and there's a big difference between those two things, right? Yeah. And the, and so much so to, the, to this officer's credit, what a stud to put his hand out and to shake his hand at its – base at its core is just acknowledging his presence acknowledging his point and and just simply saying i hear you right right and you just changed one officer hopefully that officer would have had a 30-year career of amazing work on the task force all that but now he's he has an empathy branch right he might he might come across a black man tomorrow and And say say, i met malcolm yesterday man and he's been through some shit yep absolutely yeah this is malcolm 2.0 right you know it could be yeah yeah and he wasn't he was very passionate he didn't come across as aggressive in fact most of what he was doing was everything he said ended with a question yeah you know like i have i get pulled over every time i leave my house why why you know uh and there's no answer yeah there's no answer like I don't know, man. There is no answer right <laughs> I, now. I do not know. You know, the answer is that we talk about it, we communicate, we educate, yeah. right? We try and find a way to have cooler heads prevail yeah. and and just hopefully every generation gets better and better. Yeah. I mean, and there are specifics, you know, like I said, body cams on everybody, implicit sure. bias training. Salt Lake Police yeah. Department went through that and it changed a lot of yeah. cops. You know, they were on they were on the news. It was like a one day training, and they were like, "Holy shit! I didn't realize how biased I was." Oh yeah, I, the and all of us person, have that. Absolutely, yeah. It's born into you. Yeah. I mean, I mean, not not necessarily. Well, we want we want to group with people that are like you. us. Yeah, that's yeah. a natural instinct to yeah. to be with people who are like us. Mm-hmm. That's why, you know, uh, moving the poor somewhere doesn't you know moving them out doesn't really work. You know. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Oh, yeah, there's there's whole studies that have been done on that, yeah. But uh, Spencer, we talked about the good old boys club, and I think I told you about this meme I saw that was, um, if there's ten bad cops and a thousand good cops, right? And the thousand good, good cops don't say anything, you have a thousand ten bad cops, right? Yeah. How how do we break that? Because so the civilian panel or whatever it might be could certainly help with investigating complaints. Mm-hmm. But how do you break the, the fraternity of police and, and get them to actually call each other out? That's like a, in the locker room uh, at the end of the shift, like, dude, that was bullshit what you did earlier. That's, you a, know? that's a really good question, and I have no idea. And I'll even bring it uh, to sports. The Houston Astros, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's true. they got away with cheating, because, and there were players that were opposed. But what are they going to do? Yeah. What are they going to do? Because if they say anything, then, you know— if the if maybe the the coach the manager's on board and then you know it's a whole it's a whole thing yeah. and then he gets treated differently you know it's a it's a tough situation to be in when you know without uh when you have the fear of losing a job or or losing camaraderie or knowing someone's going to have your back um yeah. you know they 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 do form quite the brotherhood you know Absolutely. they all yeah. know each other yeah. and they're 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 constantly engaged in things the police are that bring them closer together like things that we can't experience like when you right. walk in you know with your fellow officer and you see someone that's hung themselves that's something you 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 have in common 
And nobody else does. Nobody yeah. else can and they have relate an, to that. They have an empathy trunk they, right. yeah, <laughs> for other police officers, right. which yeah. means they forgive a lot. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Maybe because I think it just takes courage yeah, to be to able step to, up. to call out your friend. I mean, I, I don't know. I'd like to know what these other officers in Minneapolis thought about this guy. What, you know, what their real opinions were, whether know, yeah. they, whether they. Did you see the other video from the security cam, by the way? No. Oh, the other direction. There were three other dudes so on him. Before he was on the ground. No. So they cuffed him on the sidewalk. And they walked him to the car. And they walked him the... to the car and then put him on the ground. He was already cuffed. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't just put him in the car. And he wasn't fighting. No. Yeah. He, he, the security camera I saw started after he was cuffed, but he was just sitting on the ground. Yeah. They picked him up and then he ended up on the ground near the car. So the brutality there is uh, without a doubt. Like yeah. the man is cuffed. Just put him yeah. in the car. Yeah. If he's resisting at all, you can hog tie him. Sure. I've seen it done on cops all the time, <laughs> right? And they, yeah. it's one of the most hilarious things ever. <laughs> When they hog tie someone close to being attacked by a dog, that's more funny. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 <laughs> only if they yell. Only if they yell. <laughs> well, yeah. When they're told multiple times, the dog's coming. Yeah, right. There's just silence, and then ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'll do anything. Yeah. I'll do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you've ever had, I've never been bit by the dog. I've been tased by a cop taser. I voluntarily did that. I remember when you did that. Oh, uh, I will. I will comply. If they're like, have I have the taste. Okay, okay, okay. Have you seen the dudes that like rip them out? Yeah, because you know, they're hopped up on. They're like, uh, get out of here, rip the freaking barbs out. It's crazy. Uh, but how, yeah, I mean, to to circle back to your question, like, how do you break that? Because they need, like, I would also argue a little, like, they need to have they a have brotherhood. Have right. They have to have that. They go through crap that nobody else sees, that nobody else knows how to cope with, but them, right? And and they need that. Um, but then that also adds to. But I also think that they need a lot of mental help offered to them for free within their system. Maybe, like I think that's a huge maybe part required, Maybe required, required therapy or something. You meet with somebody monthly or whatever. I like, mean, I can tell that it weighs on them. Like, I no can question. see it in my, my friend who works for West. He's, you're, like, you're when seeing I, went, people when on I go your, on ride-alongs, you know, he's telling yeah. me stories like, this guy's head got, yeah. you know, and he's laughing about it because that's the only to. way yes. he knows how yep. to cope that's yeah. right. you that's, know? A, that's a total and, coping and, mechanism and you know which is why he can't take anything seriously cuz <laughs> he's constantly coping spencer and i are not far <laughs> off from each other <laughs> no i um so you you've in the past you've done uh guests have this crazy story yeah, right you have one so i do yeah, oh, yeah. and we can I, you know whether now is the time or not but uh i used to work for um, with a buddy of mine, he worked, his, he worked for a mortuary, and we used to pick up bodies, oh. right? Yeah. And I used to work for the uh, for the state uh, where they, if they weren't pronounced dead, you'd have to go get them, and we'd pick them up. So like suicides and stuff, oh. right? And I didn't do a ton, but uh, I worked with my buddy, and and like I just that small experience through college, I remember very vividly some of these moments. And some of these cops are seeing that on the daily. Yeah. And you, uh, how do you cope with that? Uh, they, I think that that is a big thing. They need to find a way to get some help there. Yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot of departments have it, especially if, like, at least you've seen on TV, like, yeah. if it's you've discharged awkward. your weapon, yeah. you have to go yeah. to a group or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but you should do it well before you discharge your weapon. <laughs> I mean, like... <laughs> it was actually one of my recommendations on that post was better psych profiling yeah. police officers. You- However, if the pool of candidates is too small yeah. because the money's not great, then you, we do can't you- profile anybody out. 
Do yeah. you think they did that to all the officers that one day in Salt Lake <laughs> that all wanted to get on shooting that truck? I swear they shot the ground. Yeah. They, they just oh, wanted to I'm sh- off for how long? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Paid leave. Yeah. Uh, they didn't even shoot. They just popped it out yeah. of the chamber. <laughs> Wait, you have entire, one missing bullet? <laughs> the entire Salt Lake and Highway uh, Police Department have been placed on administrative oh, leave yeah. because – they all shot. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of all the cops and the fraternity, yeah. Uh, yesterday or two days ago, I was driving down Highway 89, got stopped by the police for the longest police procession I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. stopped on a highway for seven minutes. I filmed the whole thing. Maybe I'll put it up on YouTube. Yeah. Of, you know, it's probably 200 motorcycles and then just car after car after car. It was car, nonstop. Uh, bringing this young police officer who was killed in Ogden. Back. Yeah. I was, uh, I was, so you saw it the when they were because they took him to Salt Lake to the coroner's office first, and so that was the day of, and I was heading the other direction when that one happened, and I kind of got a little emotional because oh absolutely because not that had just happened and and Floyd had just happened and I'm just sitting there like you know a mixed a mixed COVID and all yeah. this other crap and I'm just like can we just no, dude, get along this... like stop it everyone yeah. the stop the timing. There's never a good time for anybody to die in the way that either one of these men did. Yes. But, man, what a juxtaposition. Absolutely. Right? The, the, the state of Utah went In 24 through. hours. Yeah. Yeah, the massive amount of respect for this fallen officer to then flipping over cars in Salt Lake. Right. Nope. Right? It shows the emotion behind all of it. Yeah, I mean, this 24-year-old, Nathan Liday or Liday, I can't remember how to say his last name. I didn't know you could be an officer when you're 24. This guy had a <laughs> he hadn't been on the on the job fifteen long. months. Yeah, yeah. he got oh. a, he had a degree in, in criminal justice. Jeez. Fifteen months he was on and killed through a door. Yeah, no less. Yeah, uh, he just was res- responding. Right, it was a he domestic just coming up to the door. Pop pop. Yeah, domestic violence is one of the worst. It's the worst call to go on, but it's yeah. also the most frequent. Yeah, when I was on the ride along, it was like yeah. half. Yeah, more yeah. than half of well, what we did. They he, say they've like doubled because of this because the, oh, yeah. the quarantine <laughs> yeah. stuff. I mean, oh jeez, yeah. They're they're by far the worst. Every cop will tell you that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the emotions are so high in that yeah. moment. Yeah. Don't tell me what to do with my my yeah. my marriage, it's, yeah. it's, my life. When I was on the ride along, he let me. They let you come right up, <laughs> and I was standing next to him. while this lady's talking? He beat me with his man, and I told him to get out. <laughs> and then you know they they'd switch officers. And one one would interview one, one would interview Good the cop, other, bad cop. and then they'd switch, and and so then they compare all the stories. Right, there's always a and, missing link. And in yeah. the middle of that switch, Spencer's over there to the dude, and he's like, "Dude, you should have left a long time ago." Yeah, what's <laughs> doing here, man? <laughs> yeah, you three years into this, two and a half too long, brother. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want to make light. Of, I mean, that's bad scenarios, and that's really unfortunate for this fallen cop. Right? Yeah, I, I, we should definitely talk about that for just a minute. I mean. That is terribly unfortunate and uh, very sad that that happened. Absolutely. Um, you know, we we spent a lot of time talking about police here today, and and you know they do they do go out there and they do protect and serve us, and uh, sometimes they pull us over, and that's really annoying. But we that's their job. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, one thing that I thought was interesting at the protests yesterday because I I watched it all the way through. I watched KSL. Um, till they went off the air and there were several times when protesters uh they'd get in a fight with each other or they trip or someone would throw something at them they get they would get hurt 
And the police would say, just bring him over here. And so here are these people that were just a minute ago <laughs> right in the officer's face. Someone falls down and they're lifting him up right. and they're taking him to the police like, here, help us. Here, right. help you. Yeah. you know, and yeah. I'm just like, the irony of this. Yeah. Like, and that's the, police work, man. I've it seen, is. You see him shoot someone and then they'll go render aid. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, right yeah. afterwards. It's Their just, training kicks in. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, that, that is one thing that frustrates me is because you know that these people won't hesitate if they're in trouble to call police. No, of course yeah. not. And you're kind of trained to, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's what this officer in Ogden was doing. He he was responding uh, to a uh, domestic violence uh, incident. Uh, the man went inside and shot through the door and unfortunately killed him and then himself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so just, you know, just not a great weekend all around in, in Utah. <laughs> Uh, or for the country. It's no. like we're on a little uh, sidebar, side mission here. You know, you're playing a video game and you're in a level and then you have to do a side quest. <laughs> right. This is our coronavirus side quest. Right. Uh, like 2020 is a whole side quest in my life right, right now. Oh, yeah. Just want to write this year off <laughs> and start over. I, yeah, 2019 is a pretty good year. It's looking a lot better right I now. Know, I'd even take 2016 now. I mean, like, <laughs> it's just. Uh, well, just my wife was in vet school then. That We were poor. I, don't, I won't go back there. <laughs> um, we should talk about the reason, the original reason Jake wanted to come on the show. Was <laughs> At because, this point, it feels pointless. Well, yeah, but yeah. it's still relevant. Yeah, it you is. Know. It is. Um, Joe Biden's gaffe, where yeah. he said, uh, "You ain't if if you're trying to decide to, you're gonna who you're going to vote for me or Trump, you ain't black." <laughs> were his exact yeah, words, with, his with a smirk on his face. Yeah, uh, Jake, you shared it to Facebook <laughs> asking how people felt, and this is I and I and I sincerely meant this when I posted it. I wanted to know how people felt. Right, sure. I wanted to know because I get that people say stupid stuff, and I said that in there. All right, you're. We've been on. We've been talking here for an hour and a half, and I'm sure I've said something stupid. Right? <laughs> he's on. He's in the public so much. Of course, you're going to say something stupid. But I just wanted to know how people felt. Sure. How about yeah. this one? I don't know if you guys have heard this one yet. Uh-oh. I'm prepared to say that I have a record of over 40 years, and that I'm going to beat Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> look, look. <laughs> He's hard to defend, man. <laughs> I get that he has issues, but come on. <laughs> well, so my point to you, I think I said it on the post and on the podcast yeah. after was – and it was a lesson I learned based on your post and the comments that followed it was, okay, so we're not just – I thought we were desensitized to – political gaffes yeah because of trump yeah and it turns out we're only desensitized to trump <laughs> because joe biden made a gaffe and and you posted it uh-huh. and there was a lot of comments about uh-huh. it and i'm like trump says this kind of shit every single uh, he day does. Yeah. every day you know yeah. and uh, so that's what surprised me you're and you're, I, I just learned that lesson is what i'm telling you i sure. learned that your line the thing that sprung my text to you in fact i had it written at like midnight when i re-listened to the podcast that night uh i sprung the text to you your line to me was well trump says right a bunch of stuff you never post that and i was like wait i don't have to because <laughs> it's all over everywhere uh, anyway that's a fair and reason it's, yeah. and it's and it's very polarizing be, so i try and stay away from it he would be posting like 12 like, times a day. i would be tweeting every moment <laughs> yeah. just like the president he'd be sharing what i share yeah yeah, yeah. no and and so here's where 
I I used to think like, oh, I'm this super right winged, you know, person. And and the more the older I get, I realized I'm heavy right, like I'm heavy conservative fiscally. Right. But I'm very moderate, like on everything else. Which is very everybody pretty common, especially yeah. here in Utah. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I I think that this presidency has brought that out in because you're not the yeah, first person yeah. that's been on here. Like Ethan, pretty much said the same thing. Yeah. He's like, I you know I've I was been a Republican. I, I think he still is registered as one, but he's like, I just Trump. Yeah. I can't I can't do this. Like the 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 Republican Party is not. What you, it's not. It's, no, it, it's like gone. we played that clip from what last week or the week before from George George Senior and Reagan and I don't know, some other yeah. guy. complete opposite of how did we get to uh, we need to let immigrants into the country and and be kind and and you know to build that wall build that wall yeah. Yeah. how did that happen to that party Trump. Oh yeah, but I would argue that the left has done the say the left has gone more socialist. Than they used to be, right? In a lot of ways. I mean, you talk well, about yeah. Bernie. Bernie Sanders being a potential candidate would have been laughed off stage thirty years ago, right? As a socialist running. That's true. And and so that's my you know. But then that falls under my fiscal conservative hatred for him. But <laughs> <laughs> I know you're I know you're a, you're a Bernie Sanders guy. But but to me, I just looked at it and I said, here's a guy who I like. I do, was it a mistake? Absolutely. Did he walk it back? A hundred percent. And and he knew what he was doing, walking it back. Like, and I appreciate that he did. But at his core, I question, and I'm not sure. I don't know the answer, which is kind of why I put up. Like, what do you guys think? I question. Like, if you could get him to answer honestly behind closed doors, like, is he trying in certain ways to divide and say, like, no, I want the black vote. So. Like and that just slipped through in this comment, thinking it would be funny, and then he realized, like, nah, that wasn't very funny. Like, he knows he's going to get a majority of the black vote, but like, is he trying to create that publicly too with some of these things? I don't know that that's true or not, but like, it might be a I little think so. bit. I honestly think it was just overconfidence. Like, he knows it's, fair. it's completely factual. Yeah, like that's no, not even it's not even overconfidence. Three it's black people in the United yeah. States are going to vote for Trump. Well, right. but, but, I, but I also <laughs> think, like, I also think that it's not fair. Two, there are a decent amount of black voters, not enough to sway the vote, right? But there are a decent amount of black voters who do support Trump. And I think that that's, it is very rude to them to say such a thing. Sure. Because it takes away their identity. I mean, you're, yeah. you're, it really is what you're doing. Sure. You know, 14% and, uh, is where he's polling yeah, right yeah. now. Really? And other, other things that. Yeah. Well, a lot of and a lot of them are probably actually pretty good businessmen because they made a whole ton of money under Trump the last three years. Uh. Yeah. But but with that said, um, he also has been quoted saying Biden, right, where he was just like, we need to make an economy that's equal for for uh, for rich people as well as black people. Right. Like, oh, hold on. Right. Like, so I, when you couple oh, some of these things like together. That. He he said like it. That. He said it, and he tried to like fix it. And he's like, and Mexicans and Chinese, like he like went on right. So, if I were to guess, what was going on in his mind is that, I mean, you said earlier in the podcast that black people tend yeah. to be lower yeah. socioeconomically. Sure. So once again, what he said wasn't untrue. I'm not, and I, and I agree. Which is <laughs> no. which is where I struggle. But like, I hate when people he's playing on it, and I know he's playing on it, and I feel like sometimes we get he might get the pass, right? Whereas like. If somebody on the right said it, I feel like they probably would have been hammered. I feel like if anybody on the right, not even Trump, if anybody on the right said we need an economy for rich people as well as black people, I think that would have been 
unbelievably big. And it right would have now, been before 2016. That's now fair. it's just kind of <laughs> like, okay. Well, but, so I mean, we have an example, yeah. right? Trump said the exact same thing about Jews. Sure. You know, he yeah. said, he said, you are not a Jew if you, if you don't vote for me. Yeah. And so oh, he did to, say that. To, he, he did. And, yeah. to, to and me, that wasn't even a gaffe. He yeah. actually just said it. It was on the teleprompter. <laughs> he, he, he went, yeah, he, yeah. So here's where I, and this was like where I was like, I want to clarify, and this is where it's hard to do through, you know, social media is that not so much that I'm an anti-Biden guy. In fact, if I was forced to choose a Democratic candidate, I actually would have chosen him because I think that he is more like moderate than the rest of the crew. He's an old school Democrat. Exactly. Yeah. So he's he's more like an old school, old school conservative. Yeah. Basically. I mean, when you think about it, it's basically a Republican. Bill Clinton was, was, (laughs) from the nineties. Wasn't Bill Clinton anti gay marriage and well, so was Obama. That's what I'm saying is that, that it's, he, uh, being in as long as he has, he's Reagan. Like he's, yeah. (laughs) And and, and so to me, like, I don't necessarily think he's a bad dude. I think that like, I think there's some shady stuff, but every every politician has some shady stuff. So sure. keep pulling back the curtain and you're going to find some stuff. But I think like I want people to ask the same types of questions just because he's not Trump doesn't mean he should get a pass. Like these are questions that I think should be asked. Sure. And, and you know, and so that's where I'm The difference from. is that I feel I feel like the right defends Trump at every level. Yeah. Very yeah. rarely does someone on the right speak out against Trump. They have been lately, though. Well, nobody – some have. Nobody wants to be on his next tweet because right. then his base is going to blow up. Even like, Herbert. I mean – Even Governor Herbert on the radio yesterday avoided it. And it's his yeah. last term as governor. <laughs> you know, and he was, avoided yeah. – someone asked him a very pointed question about Trump and yeah. he refused to – it was about the looting and shooting. Career tweet. suicide. Yeah. <laughs> to say you something. Know, yeah, yeah, and that's my – that was my point I think I said to you. Yeah, you I, did. I think that the left – is more likely to excoriate the left and the right than the right is to do the right and the left. To which I – and somebody else had said – so which I, I replied um, at some point because he has sexual assault allegations against him, sure. right? I feel like that's been unbelievably underreported in comparison to Kavanaugh. Now, now you had, had said it's a difference between an appointed official and an elected official, which I think is a valid counterpoint to a certain degree. But I think that we still need to hold these people to sure. a very high standard. I mean, when you look at the timeline now, granted, this came from Fox News, so Spencer's going to check out immediately. <laughs> but but they did, and it's and it's legit. They pull up a timeline, and they say, how did they – Did it come from Fox News or from Hannity? There is a difference. Fox News. It difference. came from Fox yeah. News. Yeah, so what is the, what's the spectrum? Is it Fox News, Hannity, InfoWars? Like, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. So, yeah Fox so it, News? News is okay. Like you got Brian – or uh, Chris Wallace. Chris Wallace on actually, there. Yeah. yeah. Man, They're definitely not fair and balanced like they say, but no. Well, but, no, I mean half their programming is <laughs> – <laughs> it's propaganda. Yeah. But 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 this was legit. They broke down the timeline and they said from the day one of Kavanaugh when he when his when when the allegations were brought up, this is what reporters said. And then they said day one of Biden's and it was not talked about. He was interviewed on the next day and it wasn't even brought up once on CNN when Kavanaugh was like raked over the coals. I do, and it's like I feel like there needs to be a standard regardless. No, I do think that this has brought out the the left side of the media uh how, how they can be just as dirty as fox and sure I, I, I on the opposite spectrum yeah. i i think that the only reason they reported it as all is, is because fox did and, and then like, they're ah, just like well it. we got it <laughs> well i can tell you why fox stopped talking about it 
Well, I'll tell you right now. It is, Do you want to know why? It is getting questionable, more and more questionable. Uh, and I don't disagree with that. Fox I don't disagree stopped with that. reporting on it because their entire defense of Trump during the impeachment was the American people will decide in November. Oh, right. Yeah. So that same standard should then apply to Biden. If he committed sure. a criminal act, let the American people decide if he's guilty. Sure. To hell with the justice system. <laughs> right. So so let me give you a right-wing counter-argument to that point. Biden came out with Kavanaugh and said, every woman should be believed. And yeah. they asked him and they said, you said every woman should be believed in the Me Too movement. And he goes, well, they should. And then it should be investigated. And then he didn't say any of that against Kavanaugh. He said, believe her until further notice, basically. Right. And now he's saying the other way. Yeah. Right. And, and so to me, I'm just saying, it, it, what's, which one's right and which one's wrong? I think that we need to hold the standard. Right. And yeah. that, that was like my, my point right, yeah. behind the whole Biden Can thing. we at least agree that Kavanaugh is kind of a piece of shit? I, I, I will. I, I will only not answer because I genuinely don't know that much about the man. <laughs> well, this he is does me, like beer. He loves beer. This is yeah. me saying I'm okay with Neil Gorsuch. Okay. Like Fair. Merrick Garland should be in the Supreme Court right now. Neil Gorsuch took his spot because of the election year sure. bullshit. I li- I'm okay with Neil Gorsuch. <laughs> Brett Kavanaugh, during those hearings. It, it killed him. He – <laughs> yeah, public opinion of him I should was be just with Squee, uh, yeah. and we were getting beer. I like beer. Yeah, and <laughs> if I don't get this, if I don't get this position, why I'm like, I'm, I'm totally screwed. Yeah, I, the only so this is I'll answer that I'll say I don't necessarily like the guy. Right, I think that he showed a lot when he breaks. Right, yeah. but we also have been talking all to, all this whole podcast about guys breaking. Right, right? because they've been put through so much. Let's say. That this is all, for lack of a better term, trumped up, right? Like crap for him. And it's all garbage and it's not real. Wouldn't you break a little bit? And I'm not saying that yep. that's the case. I'm saying well, I'm giving a little bit of a, of might, a pass. Might, but I don't know. I might, but there's only nine yeah. Supreme Court justices. <laughs> and, and he's now one. Yeah. My, yeah, I, agree, I agree with that. My honest opinion of Brett Kavanaugh is that he thinks or believes that he didn't do anything. Like he honestly, whether he doesn't remember it, sure, or because he blacked out, or yeah. or whatever, I honestly think that either he's tricked himself into believing it, or he he doesn't remember. I mean, it. he admitted to blacking out by not right. answering the question. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever blacked out? Have you? Have you ever blacked out? <laughs> yes. And you can't. I mean, you so can't indignant. crucify a guy for having <laughs> been super drunk. I guess back in the day, no, but whatever. He, you he, get drunk now, but if he you blacked out, cool. just say you have. He lost his cool, and that definitely should change people's opinion Freaking, about him a little bit. Yeah, I love Matt Damon. Can I just? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, man, we've been going. This yeah. is. <laughs> should we take a break? Yeah, I got to pee. <laughs> Pretty bad too. Um, when we come back, we do have. Oh dang it! Oh, I got to oh, You know what? I'm doing sorry. It again. It's not my okay. Man. I gotta just take this down. Uh, when we come back, we do have random. Headlines. Um, I don't know what they are. They're here, though. Sex with knives and <laughs> what? lemons and soldiers. I don't know. Anyway, uh, random headlines when we come back, and then we'll talk a little bit about TV and apparently Mike Tyson. I'll leave you uh, with uh, <laughs> some rejected takeoff here ah, for right. those live listeners. We will be back. How good are we at that? Stan, don't you ever, well, 
Get bored? Of rolling this back up? Yeah, I mean, it's tedious, but we didn't spend $8,000 on this thing not to use it. What? No, I'm, I'm talking about the way we have sex. I mean, it's the missionary position every time. Yes, the way God wants it. Fun fact, the church sent missionaries to America to teach the Indians the proper way to have sex. In turn, they taught us the proper way to sit when you're in second grade. But what if we're missing out on something we might like even better? I could bring in some whipped cream or some jelly. Jelly? Do I look like toast to you, Francine? Do I inexplicably taste better when I'm cut at an angle? Did I take a back seat to the bagel in the mid-90s only to regain... All right, Stan. I'm just asking you to open your mind to something new. Here's something new. How about I don't pretend to be asleep when I fart on your leg? Oh. Uh-oh. This is the Outtake Podcast. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you these random headlines. It always catches me off guard, too, Jake. Yeah. It's pretty loud. He likes to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> We're back. Thanks for being here still. Told you it was going to be a long one. Maybe, yeah. we, maybe we didn't. But it's going to be a long we one. We said it before we hit record. <laughs> In hindsight, we told yeah. you. Um, okay, a couple of random headlines today, and I am 99.7% sure that none of these are about the coronavirus. Awesome. I know I, I know, I teased you last time, and I was wrong. And then, like, every single you, headline. Yeah. And you tried to, like, self-edit it out. Yeah, it, was, it was good. <laughs> yeah. It was good. Yeah. Um, May 29th, an Indiana woman said she was surprised. And that is all. <laughs> That's well, the whole headline. Thanks for listening to the Artic Podcast. <laughs> uh, she said she was surprised when a letter her brother sent while serving in Nam in Vietnam uh, finally made its way back to her or to her after 52 years. I'm glad you clarified. I wasn't sure what Nam was. <laughs> Vietnam. You know when you have those Nam flashbacks? Uh, I do actually. Yeah, yeah all the time. <laughs> Uh, Janice Tucker said an envelope postmarked May 10th, 2020 arrived at her home in northern Vernon last week, and she was shocked to discover it contained a letter her brother, William Lone, had sent to her while he was serving uh, in 1968. So I called my brother. He lives in South Carolina, and I read the letter to him, and he said, I remember writing that to you. I don't, and I don't he, know. What he immediately had a flashback, and he's in the he's hospital. Like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, so the good news in this, I was, I was, I was really worried that this was going to take a dark turn and be like, her brother was killed <laughs> in right, Vietnam, right, right. Uh, but he's still alive. Uh, someone, I guess, had been sitting at a post office or something, and because uh, he put a five cent stamp on it back in Nam. And then uh, apparently it had been taken out of the envelope and placed in a new one. And they tracked well, that's down. That's bullshit right well, there. Yeah. I don't <laughs> right? know. Someone and, had to buy a new stamp. Well, yeah. It's not a forever stamp, was it? I don't know. Did they have forever stamps? But, back, back in <laughs> Nam? I don't know. Are stamps a good investment? You know, like if I buy a book of stamps, they're forever stamps. Are they going to go up in value? I think percentage-wise they might be, but mm. you're only getting a couple cents. I mean, yeah. Small investments. <laughs> yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, pretty crazy. Um, it talked about all the uh, Vietnamese whores and 
Terrible, terrible things. How he took out Ho Chi Minh himself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, actually, Ho Chi Minh didn't ever die, did he? Well, I don't think I so. I think he's I, still alive. I only teach about the trail like and then Rasputin. I move on. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, my mom was a mail carrier uh-huh. and she defended just every day that nothing gets lost in the mail and this is just egregious. Of course stuff gets lost in the mail. I, I, every other month I have to write USPS and be like, hey, where's this poster that I sent? And then eventually they'll be like, we don't know. Or <laughs> Oh, you've had stuff from Etsy get lost. Yeah, yeah, I have. I still have a letter from Italy that Amanda wrote me when we were dating that I still haven't received. So. Really? She, she wrote think, you a letter? Yeah, it's like a postcard. <laughs> I, 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 I'm 90% sure she put the wrong address on there. But, uh, <laughs> hey, but I don't want, for my point right now, no, it it's not. It could be around in Italy's unit mail service. Yeah. I don't think that their slogan is come rain or snow or tornado or COVID yeah, no, 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 or not, not tornado. You know, rain, sleet, or hail. Whatever. <sighs> Look, hey, don't talk to the post office employee's <laughs> son here. It's just you rain, know? sleet, or hail, that's uh, it? It's lame. Yeah. Maybe snow is in there. I think it's just rain, sleet, or hail is their that's it, that's huh? their that's slogan. Their, yeah. huh. You know, I, uh, nothing against. I, I love your mother to death, Brian, and this is nothing against her. But the post office can be a little. I served a LDS mission in Australia, or excuse me, I almost did it in Austria, Austria, and they sent all of my crap to Australia all the time. <laughs> <laughs> my mom would be like, Austria, like got it, and then she'd turn around and she'd come back and be like. Where did you send that? Australia? No. <laughs> well, in their defense, maybe they didn't know that Austria was, you know, a country. Yeah, <laughs> some people don't. It's the chicken wing under Germany. <laughs> well, I, I think I found a motto here. Hmm. It has no official motto. Well, not but, anymore but, because uh, they stopped they, doing. That. They can't pay for the posters yeah. that show the motto on yeah, there I can't anymore. Tell if this is. I always thought rain was the first. I'm going to find the right one. This one says neither snow nor rain nor heat nor gloom of night. Stays these couriers from the swift completion of their appointed rounds. That's <laughs> that, is, that is a terrible slogan. What is this? The military? Come on! You can't say you I have mean, to. It's a government organization. It has to rhyme at least. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> one breath. That's all you get with a slogan. Be prepared. <laughs> Army of one. Semper Fi. Yeah, that was yeah. really terrible. Yeah. Uh, an Idaho man, so close to home here, uh, turned a sour taste into a sweet achievement. When he drank a liter of lemon juice through a straw in under 17 seconds for a Guinness World Record. A liter in 17 seconds? That's a lot. Yeah. That's a big straw. It is, actually. (laughs) It's got to be a McDonald's straw. No, it's like a fat, thick, it's big. Remember remember McDonald's? They used to have fatter straws. Well, apparently McDonald's That's when they got rid of super sizes. Apparently McDonald's straws are bigger than, than other restaurants, and that apparently contributes to the taste of their sodas. And that's why the Coke is better? Well, they actually... And the Coca-Cola. They actually get <laughs> they, they get a different syrup than... They do. That's it, factual. And it's a ratio. Yeah. It's a ratio thing. And they uh, there's a whole thing about it. But McDonald's Coke is better. We, we do have and the there McDonald's are reasons expert behind it. right here. That's, <laughs> that's not, true. Let's not yeah. question Especially at breakfast. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> McDonald's serves other things? Uh, anyways, David Rush, who has broken more than 100 Guinness records... What? I wonder oh, if this is a guy. A this is just greedy. Come this guy on, just, guy. come on, leave Lord. some for the rest of us. <laughs> he can have this one. Let's, do it. Let's go get a <laughs> bottle of lime. All of them. <laughs> Break it. Same day. And what do you get? You get a plaque? You probably have to pay for it, though. Probably. Uh, he emptied the yeah. glass containing a whole liter of 100% lemon juice in 16.53 oh. seconds, 
Rush's time bested the previous record of 17.12 cent- seconds. Wow. Set by Andre Ortolf. Gotta be you know, nice. Andre Ortolf. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, world, world famous. He's got to be like Czechoslovakian. Rush said, he said he kept, he kept from throwing up after finishing the juice. But his stomach discomfort lasted until the next day. Uh, I'm sure. Oh, so, did anybody else's cheeks like do that? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh when, that hurts. When you just yeah. read that, I was like, oh, I hate sour crap. So I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah, do I'm that. not a yeah. big sour fan so either. So was it, there a rule that he couldn't throw up within a certain amount of time? Like if you build a tower, know, it has to like, like the know. milk gallon challenge. It like you have an hour. Yeah. Like you have to keep what it down. You have to keep do, it down. Why yeah. do people do that? You, it's, isn't it like physically impossible to do? Did you do it? I almost did it. I threw up. I had about a cup left. And I threw up more stuff. Did than you I have skim? Ever. Uh, I don't remember. You what guys we did. have invited me many times. Yeah. I'm like, I will never do it. I don't even want to be uh, there when gross. you do it. But no, being there when everybody is vomiting is hilarious. It's like that yeah. family guy. <laughs> yeah, and we had and we had a friend who was on some meds that would keep her from throwing up because she was getting over cancer, ah. right? And she was and she downed it, and she had meds that would keep her from vomiting. That's cheating. <laughs> And Pot will do that too. She got crazy <laughs> sick though. She did not feel good. See that, yeah, you're supposed to throw it up. Yeah, yeah, it's but toxicity. Yeah, why on earth would you see this and be like, I'm going to do that? I don't know. Gonna, I think it's just random. He's like, I'm going to call right. Guinness, see if they'll give me a, a plaque for this. Yeah. Well, it sounds like he's got, he holds a bunch of them. So I wonder if it's a hobby of his. If when your record is broken, do they, do they let you know? Do they come take the plaque back? <laughs> like they knock on your door? <laughs> uh, excuse me. <laughs> like a no knock, a no knock raid? <laughs> and they break it in front of you? You could do this the easy way or the hard way, sir. <laughs> Guinness is a very powerful organization. Yeah. 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 Run the world, Illuminati. Uh, so, Georgia, you know how we have uh we have problems here in Utah with um Georgians. I hate them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh with rocks hitting our window. Oh yeah. And cracking them. Yeah. Happens frequently. Is that a Utah thing? <laughs> well, uh, it is actually. It, I mean, it, it it's a car thing. No, it I is. Thought, I thought so, but, too. <laughs> but because, it, because of us only having one major highway and the amount of rocks that are Fair. carried through, Fair. it's it is worse than and a lot of other places. We live by a mountain and it's constantly chipping off. Yeah, yeah. Fair. I mean, <laughs> it, happens, it happens keep, a lot here. Keep going. Don't let us ruin your, anyway, your fun over there. Georgia, they have a different problem. Uh, apparently, turtles. <gasps> Are are I don't know that'd be scary as hell hitting windshields yeah because you ever see a rock coming you're like ah, ah, ah. yeah I know right <laughs> what if you saw a turtle <laughs> well so she uh, she thought it was a brick and then it uh, it ended up being that this poor, turtle poor turtle turtle oh my oh, gosh geez. that's a legit turtle like that's a whole turtle. <laughs> Did like, he survive? Well, was I his head think, sucked in? You know, I don't know. Wait a second. You know, there's only like one species of turtle that can do that, right? Suck its head in? Yeah. Mm, I Box didn't, turtle. I, didn't, I did not know. That's I news to me. Yeah. How How did it get flung? Because uh, normally rocks get run over and it bounces yeah, yeah, them up. Yeah. It, oh, sad. It got run over. No, and they flung it up. But the but the shell was intact. No, yeah. Well, those things are powerful, dude. <laughs> I'm serious. Did you ever watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? They'll those take a train down. The turtle did die. Oh, I'm sure he died. You didn't but even have to tell me that. I saw the picture. It was dead. It, they oh. took it to an animal hospital. They killed it. The driver killed it out of anger. Yeah, that's a great question. How did it get How flung up? Get flung? Or was it like... Teenagers on an overpass? <laughs> no, they think oh. it was hit by another vehicle. Anyway, sad story. <laughs> it was like on the side of a road next to a swamp or something? And I That'd don't be know. scary I don't know, as hell, that man. That is scary, dude. Yeah, that's a big flying turtle, turtle. It is a big turtle. Yeah, only one turtle can do that. Huh. Box turtles. Head Box turtle. Can actually... Because 
Some of them can bring their heads in, but they can't close up like the box turtle can. Oh, they yeah. can pull their legs in too. Yeah, the, the box turtle can pull everything in and close close its hatches. Yeah, that's the only one that can. Yeah. Do it. Side note: the wife in vet school, they had a turtle and in the exotics that mm-hmm. lost one of its legs, uh-huh. and so they tried to fix it and they weren't sure what to do. So they stuck a tennis ball to the corner of the shell, <laughs> and it kept falling off and stuff. So they found like a like a chair, like a wheel from an yeah, office like a caster. chair. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and they fastened it to the shell, and it totally worked. That's and he could push awesome. himself nice. on this one leg. I love it when I wheel. see that in like doggy yeah. wheelchairs and yeah. stuff. It's great. Three yeah. D printing has revolutionized yeah. amputeed. Animals. Yeah. There was a toucan, and they had replaced his whole upper beak with yep. the 3D printing. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. See, That's my cool. wife doesn't think I need a 3D printer. Maybe I can find a reason. He's now. got one. See that Tesla? Yeah, I've got one. He printed that for me. Oh, yeah. Hey, listen, I heard that on the yeah. – yeah. I'm super big nerd, and I'm really big into Dungeons & Dragons, so oh, yeah. uh, he could print out some little minis you for me. Um, yeah. Well, Done. It's crazy. It's Done deal. Cool. Yeah, you, you can put our faces on them. You could print, <laughs> <laughs> you could print guns and stuff. Like, like Seriously. Oh, we've talked a lot about yeah, that. Yeah, I know you have. We have. All right. I haven't tried – but I thought about that you it. Want, you want anybody to know. <laughs> uh, one more story here. This is out of uh, Australia, not Austria. Not Austria, okay. not Österreich. Okay. In a sex fantasy gone wrong. That could be Austria, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> that's Freud, man. That's, that's Freud for sure. Uh, two men with machetes entered the wrong house in New South Wales <laughs> before quickly realizing their error. Uh, one of them has now been acquitted of entering a home armed with a weapon. Uh, they had been hired to carry out a client's fantasy of being tied up in his underwear and stroked with a broom. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> the, I'm out. But that, I'm des- out. that description doesn't say anything about machetes. I think that they're yeah. supposed to like intimidate. They improved. You know, <laughs> yeah, they improvised. <laughs> Uh, the Wait, judge, what's that? Oh, no. Yeah. The we're, judge, we're here uh, for the gangbang? <laughs> they broke into the house. It was the wrong one. The judge oh, concluded man. that the facts of the case are unusual. So their judges are well paid there. You know, so I think my judgment is this is weird. Before I give, uh, before yeah, I give yeah. my ruling, though, what's the uh, phone number? <laughs> Can you tell me? <laughs> I'm going to need some contact information yeah, as the, you is, leave this Is place. the website still up? <laughs> Wait, okay. So the role play the role play was arranged over Facebook, a man near Griffith, New South Wales, who provided his address to hire the pair. He was willing to pay a $5,000. It was really good, the judge said. <laughs> so, the, uh, is that really what he said? Like, you know, that's a really, that's good, a really deal. good deal. That's, that's a good you know, last time I paid ten. Yeah. Oh, well, sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, can I tell you? I've never been more grateful in my entire life that right before this story, I revealed to all of your listeners that I'm a Dungeons and Dragons fan. I'm really glad I didn't say I'm big into role play games because <laughs> this story would have been very different. <laughs> oh man. Uh, when the resident noticed the light on his kitchen at six fifteen, he assumed it was a friend who came by daily. To make morning, who does that? When the man called out the name of the client, the resident turned on the light and removed a sleep apnea mask he was wearing. He it was then Holy that he shit. saw <laughs> them standing above his bed with machetes, which they appeared to have brought as props for the oh, role play. So, you how did they know it's the wrong? Oh, when they word. realized their error, one of the pair said, "Sorry, mate." <laughs> shook the resident's hand. Like, did he? Did he, he accidentally? <laughs> did he accidentally know the safe word? I don't know. <laughs> Cinnamon. Lollipops. <laughs> oh, 
hold on, hold on. The two men then drove to the correct address where the client noticed one man had a big knife in his trousers. <laughs> sure, sure, it was a big knife. And asked That's them to leave the weapons south. in their car. The client then cooked bacon, eggs, and noodles. <laughs> oh my. And a short time later, the police arrived at the property, found the machetes in the car, and arrested, arrested the hired I wish, I wish right now so bad you had a Crocodile Dundee drop. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's not, not a knife. knife. <laughs> Let's find one in post. <laughs> Holy cow! That might be one of my favorite. I want to know headlines. because you wouldn't believe the guy if he's like, "I'm, I, I'm not your client." Be like bullshit! Mm-hmm. You get on your yeah. tummy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm was, gonna, I'm gonna rub you with this broom. <laughs> I was told you'd play it this way. Weird fantasy. A lawyer for oh. Terrence Leroy, one of the accused, said it was a commercial agreement to tie up and stroke a semi-naked man in his underpants with a broom. Entry was not with intent to intimidate. Oh. Okay. What a great defense lawyer right I there. I know. Oh. I'm a, I'm a, uh, when I was in college, I was a journalism minor, and I wrote for the school paper quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you that the person who wrote this article, as they're typing that quote, they're just like, <laughs> what the <laughs> hell the is I getting into? I could have never guessed I'd say that. I'm really trying to. Dude, I'm looking. I got to show you guys this. I'm looking up pictures. I'm trying to find this guy, Terrence Leroy. You're trying to find the <laughs> the website, the name of that particular fantasy. And every <laughs> every Google uh, search I find, one the the the, the image is a machete. <laughs> the other one I found was hands tied up, and the third one I found was another one hands tied up. I, it's just, you, I want to see Terrence Leroy. <laughs> is what I'm saying. I want to see his. Your internet provider is looking at what you're doing right now. They're like, <laughs> what the. <laughs> This guy must be from Australia. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's crazy. I I still don't understand how the machetes made it into the broom fantasy. It was was part of the fantasy. It was to because they had to tie him up. Were they fake like rubbery? If someone someone came in and was like, I'm going to tie you up, but I'm not going to do, you know, I don't have, but with a machete, you're like, oh, okay, tie me up. It would be so funny if they were that rubbery. Spencer, this is oddly real for you. Or like telescoping so you could like stab. (laughs) Like a kid's toy, like a a lightsaber toy. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, they clearly were using it for intimidation for the story. Oh, weird. Apparently, uh, uh, has also done this. <laughs> uh, <dude. laughs> By the way, can I? I was watching uh, Dragon Doc with the ISS today, and oh, Mission oh. Control. <laughs> That's a sentence, right? <laughs> I, we were so caught up in fantasy, as uh, I was like, is that. Something Dra- dragon is the is name that of the something fantasy. I'm gonna find on right. Pornhub? Like what? Dra- dragon Doc? <laughs> dragon? Oh, gross! Oh, dude, I got family um, listening, man. <laughs> Yo, anyway, uh, anyway, they had dragon they dog. had VIPs in Mission Control, uh-huh. and Ted Cruz was one of them. Oh, really? Uh, and yeah, I was like, hey, it's Ted Cruz. I just want to say that I'm proud of you guys. And, I, you know, I don't uh, know anything about space, so Earth is flat. You gotta you gotta find a reason to get your name in the news, right? <laughs> Oh, come cow. on, Mission Control. Who let me? Only when you slap pancakes on their ass and kick them in the balls. <laughs> I don't know. I just that sounds a lot like you. I didn't know what that clip was. I just saw it and I was like, I gotta know what that is. Was that you? Yeah, that's what he paid three thousand dollars for. <laughs> <laughs> was that an old show? Yeah, I was looking for my French music for what we're doing next, French but music. I can't. I don't see it anywhere. Hey, this is a fun segment. It's called Let's Click on Everything in Your Computer and hear hear what comes out. (laughs) Oh, because we got, uh, as a guest. 20 miles to the west, (laughs) and you and everyone you know are dead. So that'll have to do for our our music. I miss Shep. I'm Chris Hansen. (laughs) 
take a seat right over there. So, uh, like every guest, you can't survive it. You gotta <laughs> stop. Kids die too. <laughs> uh, we Jake came prepared with the story, so uh, yeah. If you can't find the French music, that's really too bad. But I know I'm feeling a little shafted. Is that I, appropriate? I don't, I, I don't know where it is. It's not. Uh, it's not where it's supposed to be. You know, I'm gonna... I think I replaced it with pig news. Uh. So, in lieu of the French music, you can have. Uh, you can have this. That doesn't work at all. That doesn't work. <laughs> That's that all right. That doesn't work for his story. I, uh, <laughs> so go ahead. Tell us your a, story. As an old school listener, I've, I've, I have listened since episode one, all right? Oh, that one was terrible. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> uh, in fact, episode wasn't, wasn't even revealed until later on, right? That's right. Yeah, 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 you didn't drop. See, I'm that old school that I knew wow. that. I, well, you knew uh, us before uh, we weren't famous still. I did. We didn't did. put it out until, I think, episode like, 50. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was something late, but no, bra- hey. There you go. Now I feel, I feel it. There yeah, it is. my story's coming. No, but ever since you've had, you, every time you've ever had a guest, you always had a crazy story, right? right? right. I know, like my brother-in-law Randy, he's the one who did the sorority story, right? Yeah, sorority crazy. number two. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. got so, a lot of plays because of that title. Because sor- any sorority and girls, <laughs> yeah, the whole thing. So, uh, so I was like, I'm going to come prepare with a story just in case. Yeah. Right. And so I, I do have a story, and this is one of my favorite stories. So I kind of already told you a, a quarter of it when I was in uh, college. I was young and I needed the money. Um, I, you, do, <laughs> you do what you can to make a little cash. Yeah, my, well, uh, I mean, why do you think those guys had machetes and, yeah. and girls? I mean, they were in school and needed my, a little cash. I needed a little cash. So I was at uh, I was at the community college down in Salt Lake, and uh, my my roommate and I um, just doing what we can to get by. He was his his he his dad owned a mortuary, and then their friend worked for the state. Right for when somebody dies and they need to be pronounced dead, they take them and do the autopsy or whatever um, at the University of Utah. So, any time a body needed to be picked up, you need two people. So if it's for the mortuary, it's usually an older person or a really sick person who's been in the hospital. So the doctor will pronounce them dead and, and whatnot. Um, and so we would show up. It's ready. To, we knew what was going on. The, the, his dad, the boss, would ask us to wear a white shirt and tie just to look classy because sure. they knew we were coming from the mortuary to pick up this body. So we would do that. I'd get paid $75 a, a person. All right. And those. And were those, you about to say ahead? No. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to split it? No, per each right. would get seventy five bucks a person, and uh, and those were really nice because if they if they pass, you know, then you show up. They're already in one bed. You just move them to your bed, wrap them up, take them, put them in the back of the truck. Done, right? Drop them off at the mortuary. Well, then, um, what if it was for the state examiner? Right? It was never nice and clean and cut like that. It was always something sketchy. Yeah. So uh, you never knew what you're going to get. And so one of my first calls, it's like one o'clock in the morning. He comes walking in my room. And he's like, hey, you, let's go out on a job. I got a call. Ugh, all right. Like I had to go to work in the morning and school in the afternoon the next day. All right. Let's go get this done. So the worst part about doing it for the examiner is it's $25 a person. Oh. And they're way worse. They're, they're way worse. They're taking that $50 margin? Yeah, something, That's right? So, uh, so you get so when you get to the scene, you have no idea what to expect. And so um, I'd been on a couple where we had overdoses. I'd right? been on a couple where we had suicides. And you, you, you move them from how you found them right? is, is the unfortunate thing. So I get in and, and this one, and it's, uh, it's an older home. It's one of my first calls. And so we, we walk in, and there's a bunch of family in the front room. And, uh, and we're told by the police officer, it's an elderly man, um, and he's in the bathroom. 
And so we're like, okay, well, at least it's probably not going to be dirty. It's probably an old guy. Or he just had a heart attack or something. Sure enough, we walk in. Dude's sitting on the toilet. Oh, man. Pants down. Dropped a number two. Had a heart attack. Oh, wow. And he passed That's away. Yeah, going, yeah which is super sad. But uh, it is, you know, yeah. It, it, the worst part about it. It wasn't like that big of a two either. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some stool softeners and the guy's probably still kicking. I don't know. He didn't have to exert is what you're saying. He didn't yeah. vagal. Yeah, he didn't vagal. You're absolutely right. So this is why, where the story, all of this is like, okay, yeah, it's pretty crazy. I worked and picked up dead bodies. Okay, great. This is where the story gets the best for me. Uh, well, not for me, but for my buddy. Because <laughs> this is, this is uh, so we walk into the bathroom and he looks at me and he's been doing this forever uh he says i got the upper half I'm like oh, oh come on it didn't even cross my mind <laughs> to think standard shotgun rules yes yeah, yeah it didn't cross my mind. i was like come on man like sitting there pants down all right so uh i walk over and like so i like i don't know what to do and he says you got to step into the tub because the guys and then i'm gonna swing his body so the feet into the tub, body towards the sink, towards the door, right? And then we'll pick him up off of the toilet, put him on the bag that's on the floor. Okay. All right. Here we go. So we fling his body, right? Fling. We twist his body. You like, he's like rotating on the toilet. Yeah, he's rotating on the toilet. And so now he's like sitting sideways on the toilet. And so I have him by the ankles, Right, and I'm trying to lift him up in the air with my arms like above my shoulders. Oh wow! And I'm trying, and he's a big dude, and I can't get him off the ground, like you're off the toilet. He's just too heavy. He's heavy. Yeah, I was like, oh, freak, come on. So like, I try and like bend his knee and try and get up under the knee and keeping his legs together for super obvious reasons. And I was like, I can't. I was like, dude, and I'm a big guy, right? For those of you not watching, I'm a big dude, stop, right? Stop, stop, uh oh. This is live action. It's actually real footage the police officer took at the moment. Yeah, that's a you know, this is a very accurate depiction of what happened. So so all right, so I look at my buddy, I'm like, dude, I can't get him off this toilet and he's just under his armpits from behind right. like what's your problem man i was like yeah you got good anchor point there did you flush and was causing suction or no. something <laughs> he, no he's a big dude oh. he's a big sorry I, I, I thought i said that. he's a big dude yeah, yeah. so my buddy goes dude you got to get in there and i was like what do you mean and he's like you got to really get in there and he says you need to put his his legs need to go in under right. each one of your armpits. ankles under your armpits yeah so i had to like open up his legs i had to get his his ankles under each armpit and then put my arms underneath in right. the back of his knee right so then i have some lifting that i can oh do oh my gosh so i'm like all right let's give it a shot one two three lift up and just imagine that it's just spread eagle in my face oh oh old dude dead dude and i had to sway him put him down on the mat uh, that was the at least worst. they didn't have anything left he, well you know, yeah <laughs> yeah there was, there was pressurized so so we had to zip him up and then uh, and take him out and, and the family's all there and i was like the, what i did want to do was just like roll the dude off the toilet with the mom with the you know the wife sitting right, right. there so that's my uh worst day of my life one of the worst days of my life moment yes bringing it back yeah a foot away from an yeah. old dude's dead penis <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, by the way, a foot away from a dead man's penis is going to be at Warp Tour this year. <laughs> it was actually going to be my the title to my my first song. Ah, there so, you yeah. go. <laughs> dead body on the toilet was the uh, name of the band. <laughs> Ooh. You know, sometimes when you die, you evacuate your bowels. With all the <laughs> sadness, with all the, the despair that's going on and, you know, talking about all these terrible stories and dead man pooping on toilets and dying, <laughs> I just thought we need some lighter news. Some lighter news. Mm-hmm. A former Key West man was shot by police on his houseboat last year during a welfare check. Uh, he was arrested on charges of aggravated assault on a law enforcement officer and attempted arson. Uh, he is accused of dumping gasoline on his head and holding a cigarette lighter while threatening to kill officers. Probably kill him, uh, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the lighter news. That is the lighter news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Spencer, how have you been enjoying uh, Space Force, the show? Space Force came out this week. The Office in Space, which it is not at all. Um... I finished it in about a day. I'm on episode four or five. I think. I'm that's, so out of the loop on this. I haven't. I know Steve nothing Carell. about it. Yeah, I know yeah. that much, but that's all I know. Yeah, uh, it's got a lot of people in it. Uh, Steve John Carell. Malkovich. Yeah, he, Steve Carell and John Malkovich are the main the main protagonists. I love anything with John Malkovich. And then um, uh, the other generals are like Patrick uh, Warburn. Yeah, uh, Joe. You know, the voice of Joe and mm-hmm. former The Tick and. Uh, one of them's um, oh, crap. What's her name? Uh, she was in Glee and uh, oh yeah, oh, I don't know. She was just in uh, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel too. My Glee knowledge is at a minimum uh, here, so you yeah. have to super, excuse me. She's super funny. She's yeah. I'm a man, so Jane I don't Lynch. know. Shane Lynch, <laughs> Shane that's Lynch. right. Roy Wood Jr. Yeah. is in it. Yeah, it's uh, so it's good. Yeah, I would. It's, I, it's, I'd watch it's it. goofy. Yeah, yeah, it's silly. It's you know? it's it's pretty funny. Uh, they. They definitely take shots at Trump without ever saying his name, right? Because it's as if it's as if it's now. Like yeah, they even have right. a girl who plays like AOC. Okay, you know, oh, yeah. talks just they, like her. And they call her that what the angry senator. Yeah, <laughs> and she has a long name. She like, is like, angry female senator. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You don't want to have to talk to the angry female senator. Yeah, Steve it's Carell's good though, so I, it's got to be good. I yeah, like it's it. just a like uh, you know kind of sit down and watch sitcom like it's. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, it's I like funny. it. I, I, uh, so here's what's really grinds my gears. I need to get a push for that. Here's what really grinds, grinds my, my gears. gears. Uh, is this new trend that all the shows have on Netflix, especially, of only giving us 10 episodes? Right. The season used to be like 23 episodes. Yeah. yeah. Broadcast TV is 20 to 23 episodes. Yeah. Okay. Now, the argument against that is, well, they give us 10 good episodes instead of 23. I'd, I'd rather have 23 mediocre. Just yeah, for content's sake. There's so much out there, though. <laughs> like, I can't keep up. I Here's my pr- – I if they do 10-hour-long episodes, like Lost in Space, Netflix did, and they're, you know, an That's- hour, hour, 10 – and there are ten episodes, and they you that's know, ten that's, hours of content. That's fine, but these are thirty thirty minute episodes. That's right. only fair. ten, man. That's and and they they end on a cliffhanger. There's so much story that could have been told in this one season. At least give me thirteen episodes, right? Yeah, Just but ten. Are, are they dropping more than than they would if it was a full season? Though, like, are you going to get them more frequent? 
No, that's and that's my biggest problem is it takes them a year yeah. to get the the next uh, the next season in. And so I just it's a lot just, of production time. And it's right? hard cuz then yeah. by the first like by the next season you're like what the hell happened? I got to watch. Yeah. Watch yeah. it yeah. just fine. That's like the problem with like the binge culture that we are in. Like, yeah. You could binge everything. You got to re-binge the last yeah. season. Yeah. 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 But that's what keeps you coming, it's right? Fine. I mean, yeah, just, right? I just at least 13 just give me, of this. Give me more episodes. It's all yeah. I want it I want it to last more than a day. You, you know. Yeah. <laughs> A day, all right, that's fine. It's you, only five you, hours. I got a three-year-old at home, so I'm like, 10 episodes, 30 minutes, that's going to last me a couple weeks. <laughs> I'm in good shape. I have. Between Bubble Guppies and I other kids shows. two five-year-olds, <laughs> a one-year-old, and a newborn. Who you okay? are not directly responsible for keeping uh, alive. Yeah, no, they're my birds, but <laughs> I am, and they're very needy. But I can't put them in the room and shut the door. Um, we've talked about this a lot on the show and why why this can't happen. This is a complete change of subjects, by the way. Yeah. The uh, House of Representatives or the Senate, why they have to be in person to vote. Oh, yeah. As a history major, do you is there what's the reasoning? Do you know? Um, I, I really honestly don't. Um, and, and I have not been able to like. I haven't looked that deep into it, yeah. But I haven't been given a good answer. Like it doesn't seem like anybody can tell me, like, oh, this is this is why. Um, th- but yeah. <laughs> so do, do you to, think, do to, Do you think it could be someone could be holding a gun to their head? Well, here's okay. Let's let's go back in time. But right? they could if just say afterwards, be like, hey, that was yeah. under duress. Yeah. I, <laughs> if we're, I mean, if we're thinking logically, right? Let's go back in time and let's say before technology existed. You would you would have to be in person because I can't tell you who wrote the letter to say the vote, right? Right. Because and that would be, but I mean, you're talking that was a long time ago. Yeah. Today, I, I, there's no real good reason for you it in my FaceTime. opinion today. Yeah, exactly. And they already electronically vote in the chamber. Yeah. So what the hell's yeah. the difference? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they did pass a, the rules committee changed the rules in the House of Representatives just last week to vote by proxy. Not so you can't vote remotely, okay. but one of your colleagues can vote on your behalf. So we're, this is a step in the right direction for one very simple reason, and this is why I think we should, this is why I think we should vote did, like from, from a distance, right? Mm-hmm. Number one, how much money is spent oh, traveling geez. back and forth? How stupid is that? And number two, how many lobbyists are there shaking hands right before votes are done? Right. Right. right? Having them at home? You have records of phone calls and visits and things. I mean, that, how much more like on the up and up would the government be in some areas right. if we could let them stay at home? Right. So the, the rules committee passed this. They did have a vote by proxy. Like I said, it's not that someone can vote remotely. But they could have they somebody have else there somebody in their else, stead. Yes. Um, another representative okay. has to vote on your behalf with a letter that's sent to the clerk. Um, but the GOP um, is suing. Nancy Pelosi, uh, Liz Cheney, Steve Scalise, Jim Jordan, you know, the common names in the GOP who always bring shit up. Um, I'm not entirely sure what their what their argument is against it, uh, but it's probably going to go to the Supreme Court here. Really? Like what? I don't know. The proxy plan is unconstitutional, they said, and argued any vote cast by proxy should never become law. Uh, today, this is Liz Cheney. Today's a sad day that we have got to be in the position when we're beginning – bringing suit against the speaker. You're not sad about that, Liz. Yeah. We're bringing suit against the Democrats in order to prevent them from pushing this proxy vote through. My only guess is is, is that in the Constitution, there's no way in the Constitution it says that you have to be there in person, not to my knowledge, but it but it doesn't say that you can't be by pro- – you know what I mean? Like, right. So they're just like, oh, it says that – 
you know, it, it's not in the Constitution. We're like, well, I mean, it's a living freaking document. To, I mean, right. like, let's figure this out. Something I, – I don't know. I, the other thing I don't understand is the rules committee. That yeah. comes up a lot. Yeah. That the rules change a lot in the House especially, you know, and they change the rules at a certain time. I, actually, in the Senate too, like McConnell had the uh, – what do they call it? Nuclear option to oh, take a yeah. simple majority to confirm Supreme Court justice. Yeah. Anyway – uh, just to something interesting. We've talked a lot about like why can't they just vote from their house? Yeah, you know. I look forward to a day when everyone can just vote on their phone securely. I can do my taxes from my phone. I can pay you. I can pay the IRS my my money. I well, I mean, there is a lot of. I'm sure there's a lot of. Uh, there could be a lot of misconduct and, and absolutely fraud if you did it from your phone. Um. Currently, I mean, you got tons of hackers out there, and you've got uh, someone could, I don't know, grab your phone and vote for you. I don't know. I don't know. There's, there is, you could get people walking around neighborhoods soliciting people, being like, "Hey, are you going to vote for for Johnson? Oh, why don't you do it right now? Come on, you know, yeah, sure. stuff like that." But you could prevent, you could prevent dual voting though. If a social security number could only vote once, yeah, no, sure, uh, for sure, sure. But you're saying you're saying people could basically be using bully tactics well, to like right. go out like there and force for, people to uh, vote. For example, the one Republican uh, that gov- was governor senator that uh, that went around collecting votes oh, yeah. and and trashed them the mail yeah. the mail yeah. ballots yeah. yeah. So I'll turn it in for you. You know, yeah, I could yeah. see them going to you know like a old old folks. Uh, not bowling, a, not a home, but like sure. you know, one of those areas, and mm-hmm. just going around and being like, just basically bullying them, sort of into into voting for for somebody, yeah. and uh, you know, there's stuff like that that could happen. But I really, I mean, once 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 it's easy, super easy to vote. Can you imagine? Yeah, I mean, right now, what? How many people vote? It's thirty percent. It's yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's nothing. It's minuscule. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, right. Except in uh, Australia, where you get fined fifty dollars if you don't vote, they have a hundred percent turnout. I have nothing against that. No, me neither. <laughs> Absolutely well, not. You know, and I think that uh, I'm I'm not necessarily I. I'll say I'm firmly on the fence when it comes to like mail-in voting and stuff. I'd be interested to know did Utah. Because we're the test to trial kind of thing. Did we have an increase in numbers? I, I don't know the answer to that. It'd I'd be, be interested to know because I will tell you personally, uh, I've I've still voted, but I'm still like, oh, today's the very last day. I got to get that thing in the box, like I, you I know. So it's that. it's not like it's made me like a better voter, right? You know, because it's more well, accessible. Frankly, so I think a lot of people were pissed. Was it was it during the Utah primary that that Bernie dropped out? Or no, some someone was, dropped it out. It was the two. It was Warren. Uh, no. Uh, yes. Warren and Klobuchar. But Klobuchar and uh, Buttigieg. Yeah. So people like had the day of the yeah. they had already sent their ballots in. They're like. Whereas Wait. if you had them at that moment, that is that is yeah. problematic. Yeah. That is. And I think that probably the best argument I can make for not having like digital voting or anything like that for like the average person, right? For like me, you know, you and I, the is that all these question marks. Right. How do I know if it was a legit vote is if you show up, you put it in, you do it that way physically. That way I know 
it's in good shape, except yeah. for hanging chads in yeah, Florida no, in 2000. Say, there's still, I mean, there's still, <laughs> but like, there's no there's, perfect system. There's there is less a, a margin of error still. Sure, but there's a significant drop in those errors. I would argue with the current system, and that's not to say that this is like the end all be all system either. Right. But when you start adding these options, you start adding too many question marks, and I think that. That that's probably the one thing that makes me go like, uh, yeah, shadiness can happen more likely, so I'll stay away. I yep. don't know. I would just like to see, you know, as many people vote for American Idol. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? If we have the percentage, yeah. I'll call in voting. Cow. Yeah. Uh, well, ranked voting would solve a lot of ranked problems. Ranked voting is, I think, I would take ranked voting over over electronic yeah. voting any day. I don't. The, why the the no one's thought to put that into play. Yeah, there's really no downside that I can think of. No, no, not at all. Because, like been. you said, you vote for Pete, and then you vote for your second choice. If Pete drops out, yeah, second choice especially, gets the vote. Especially if there is more and more melon voting, that would solve that issue. Right. Well, to stay back on topic, the House of Representatives <laughs> should be able to vote at least by proxy, let alone remotely, any time. Doesn't make any sense why you have to be yeah. in the chamber. Yeah. I mean, you could. C-SPAN is always on. Yeah, right. <laughs> you can yeah. watch the arguments from <laughs> yeah. from your phone. Anyway, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's silly. Well, Jake, yes, thank sir. you so much for being here. Yeah, this has been a blast. I really, yeah. I really had a ton of fun. I hope you guys have too. Yeah, I mean, no, I, think, <laughs> I think we'll, I think we'll uh, bring you back. Well, I mean, Spencer and I will talk offline. <laughs> <laughs> the fifty dollars I've slid under the table. Right? Giving, no, <laughs> no, for real. Uh, it's been I, fun. I appreciate your perspective. Absolutely. Um, on on all things because uh, I lean really far left. Spencer is more in the middle, and then you're right there, kind of next to Spencer, a little bit more right. Yeah, I'm so probably just hair right, but yeah, <laughs> it just brings in a, a cool perspective. So I was excited to have you on, and yeah. of course, you're a good friend. So <laughs> anyway, find us at the Arctic Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, uh, or at thearcticpodcast.com. You can find all the links to watch the YouTube or Facebook streams uh, for episode 88. I'm Brian. I'm. Uh... I'm kind of tired. And Spencer. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>